Legionnaires, and welcome to RPG Digest and some Windows noises in the background. In, <laughs> in this live stream formatted Windows 12 podcast, we discuss tabletop role-playing games and comment on the tabletop RPG hobby as a whole. I am the undigitized, you get me in pure analog, John Maxley Auschlow, your favorite, most cherished curmudgeon critic and judge. And along with me is Max Hedrup, I mean, uh, Heathen Dog. And uh, he's going to what 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 tell you today uh, about what we're going to be talking about, Mister Heathen Dog, sir? <laughs> or I'm just going to shill coke. That's all I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh. no, today we're going to be uh, we're going to be talking about again Palladium Fantasy, but we're going to go over some OCCs that uh, deserve some some deeper dive into. Like we skipped uh, them. <laughs> yeah, we 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 kind of skipped them, and you know clerics are important in in a fantasy setting. I get it. Okay, so we're gonna go over some of that, and uh, a couple of the of one or two of the men at arms that that Max likes. And then we're gonna breeze over the ones that probably won't be chosen. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna breeze over those. But we are on a time crunch today, a little bit. Uh, we've got to be done by two thirty Central Time. I'm not wearing my watch, so it's five hairs after one. Uh, and then actually, it probably is. No, it's two. Uh, but because uh, we have Avengers Satanis on for. Uh, segment two and we're going to talk to him about the shenanigans that's been happening and uh, we're going to talk about jolt jolt gotta get that glottal stop in there it's got an apostrophe it does. It does. and uh, uh and talk to him about uh, that gonzo gaming and and how he can see see if he can convince heathen dog and i to go you know what i kind of like gonzo gaming but <laughs> it'll be more about the shenanigans kind of surrounding him and and we're gonna give away a copy or two of uh, of Chult. I couldn't find a physical copy, so I don't know if those exist. So it might just be PDFs, but we'll talk to we'll talk to Venger about that. We'll find out. But uh, that'll be uh, he said we'll be starting that somewhere around two uh, thirty Central Time, so about an hour and a half. So we've got an hour and a half to go through these OCCs. Until then, oh, um, let's see. CBK Ply is here. Uh, CBK Ply, if you uh, if you come in to uh, the that, that that's good enough. That's good enough. I I know what he sent me in Discord. That okay. that, that that's that, good that enough. That proves his identity. Okay, you're good. You're good. You're getting your stuff. Nope that that that's all good. So I've got all your information, so you don't have to send it to me again. So thank you. I just uh, it, <laughs> we had an incident back in 2009, I think it was, uh, where uh, somebody uh, spoofed somebody else essentially, and I ended up paying out two hundred dollars instead of one hundred dollars. <laughs> thank you to a little legal letter. That's not good. 
Yeah, that's that's why I'm very anal about it. <laughs> you need to tell me who you are. But uh, that that verifies it well enough simply because, uh, yeah, he knows. So perfect. OK, um, I will send that out to you sometime this week. And uh, yeah, so that that gets us down. We only have two two gifts that have not been given out. And all I need are email addresses from those. Uh, one of them's from your your Twitch dude. And the other one's from somebody I don't think is real. But, you know, if we find out that he is. All right. What? what? Morgan Freeman. They're talking about Electric Company and, and Goonies and the Hey You Guys thing. Oh. Hey, you guys. Yeah, okay. I mean, that. yeah, but we, we were talking about Max Headroom. Yeah, yeah. But or am they, I missing yeah. something? What, 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 what? what? They, they turn left. That's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Yep. Crafty knows it was rigged. We And you know what? It we was. rigged it against Crafty because he exactly. donated so Crafty much. We were like, win. you can't get anything in return. No, couldn't win. Nothing it was impossible. It said he was on the list, but that program is made to be cheated because YouTubers love to cheat their viewers. So Notice you could actually show every box. People. Yep. It does I, I show every show box, but, it, but you, you, you put a little invisible check mark next to your name, it'll never be picked. I didn't show every box. I quickly scrolled past it. I like, can't see it. <laughs> uh, well, what happened to you this week? What did you do this week? Oh, what did I? I don't know. I worked. Work is getting weird. Um, what did I do this week? Oh God, Friday, man. <laughs> Apparently the Friday chill stream. People had opinions. Okay. Had opinions. Did you see the like the fallout from it? Uh no. but uh yeah, um it went a little weird. It went a little weird. Uh it's it's you know, it sometimes it happens when it's a live stream. I had four things I wanted to talk about. I did I was, you know, my typical fashion. I didn't write them down because I'm like, I'll remember what they are. I don't remember what they were. Uh, so, uh, so we were just like, uh, what are we going to talk about? And chat just went in random directions. And uh, Bruce was drinking. That that got weirded out for people. Um, yeah, we were showing. I got demonetized or partially demonetized because uh, I was showing chainmail bikinis. Well, uh, well, uh, Bruce was talking about a module. This is an actual published module that includes retarded ogres, or as I would call them, ogres. <laughs> but uh but yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah uh Chimera. yes uh, you can look at my discord on it and i actually sent uh, a little bit more deeper information to bruce you can talk to him about it <laughs> yeah uh but uh, yeah i had somebody call bruce a closet racist and leave our discord and a couple other people say i'm no longer going to be a member subscriber because of that uh that stream and i'm just like oh that what it took <laughs> talk about random stuff so yeah um that, that 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 was an interesting thing so i was dealing with that for probably about half the day yesterday and then uh the rest of the week has just been a lot of work i've been trying to i completely overhauled the combat system in my game i'm not even calling it the palladium game anymore. wait 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 so wait is it so the the thing you posted in discord is now obsolete no no is thing, that what you did no that that's i was going to wait until i had Personal combat, ranged combat, vehicle combat, and capital combat all done. But I figured, let's just start with personal combat because it's kind of the easiest to, to deal with. And if there is some, like, oh my god, this absolutely does not work, I'm, uh, or, or the writing is horrible, I would rather have that uh, identified right away before I start uh, cleaning up the other stuff. But, but I've overhauled the combat system. So if you try to compare it to Palladium now, the only thing that you're going to see in there is some of the terms are D20. similar. Like, yeah, D20, roll to hit, roll to parry. <laughs> but that's but outside the terms um 
things have changed. Uh, roll with impact is different. Um, the the maneuvers you can do are different. How armor works has been completely adjusted uh, in order to uh, facilitate what I want for some sort of penetration value. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought but, that would be easy. You know, if, if you have a, if you have a penetrating bullet, it just takes off two of the AR rating. The there are easy ways on. to do it, but where I, was, where I was running into some issues is I didn't I didn't want a knife to be able to hurt a tank. <laughs> okay? And I'm not using mega damage. Sure. Uh, so I didn't want a knife to be able to hurt a tank. Obviously, a reasonable game master wouldn't allow that to happen anyway. And at the mm-hmm. same time, if you got hit with a tank's main gun, you're splatter. Like, so I had to... I, well, my armor takes off four dice! Well, guess what? <laughs> Like, uh, it only did a D6 damage to me, or D6 times 10, I, c- I could live. No, no, you, you can't live if, if, you know, if that depleted uranium round hits you, just get a shovel, a broom, and, you know, and figure it out from there. So I, I, I had to uh, balance that, plus the fact that, yes, there is actually mega damage in my game. For, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's why I had, to, I, had to bal- I had to do a balancing act on that. And what I ended up doing, you know, the best way to always test is I just started rolling dice. And when I rolled the dice, the system that, uh, that you see now actually worked. So it's a m- bit more crunchy than I wanted it to be, but, but it worked. And uh, I even had my wife roll the dice, and she's like, Ugh. yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, but it worked. So. Uh, uh, Everyone, have you typed the Legion of Myth? Give me your 10%. <laughs> We're going to be talking about clerics, so give me your 10%. We are going to be talking about religion here today, so get some. Get, give us some money. There's your religion. The religion uh, so of who, capitalism. Religion of capitalism. Ooh, I, I like that. Uh, so what do we have? We have Kevin Sullivan. Hello, hello. I, mean, I want to go back and then I'll greet a couple people. Darthic, Nerdy Ogre, CB. Wow, CBK. There we go. You can call him CB Ply. I don't know why, but CBK Ply. Uh, Iron Man. Hello, hello. Violence solves everything. Chimerian, I've already responded to Nerdy Ogre. Uh, yeah, it's a, it was the Friday chill stream. If you're wondering which uh, stream that was, is if we watch like the first hour of it, and if you can get past that, if you can get past that, the basic expert, he came in, he classed up the place a bit. <laughs> like, I was like, I even sent a message. I'm like, I don't know, man. Today's going really weird. It's like, now nah, you're good. Okay, cool. Come on in. And uh, and we actually ended up having some really good conversations. Just had to have uh, something we could focus on. So, watching from church is that good enough? Okay. Uh, hey, I, personally, you know, if you're at church, you believe in God. If 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 you're watching something on your phone that's not about church and you're ignoring the past, there probably leave. <laughs> I mean, that's the polite thing to do. But okay. I want to put this up here for a second. Uh, if you get hit in the hand with a cannon, you lose your arm. If you're lucky. Well, yeah, if you're lucky. But just remember what happened to the dude who got Rittenhouse in the arm. And that wasn't, that, that was just an uh, AR-15. So that wasn't a cannon. <laughs> His bicep exploded. Oh, oh, but before we have to jump in, because we do have to jump in. Uh, this, this week, I will happy to say that uh, Heathen Dog is projected to never run out of money ever. Awesome. Yeah. I'm projected to be a hobo. We had our financial advisor come, come over to check our all of our stuff and make adjustments, mo- mostly for Alexander's school stuff. 
you know, school fund. But uh, she looked at it, and uh, as long as Kara works to 59 and a half, we're never going to run out of money, even if we live to 100. Cool. It's just going to keep going up. Yeah, not this guy. It was like that <laughs> until I moved to Alabama. <laughs> now I got those weird things that, what do you call them? Bills? <laughs> weird, right? I know. Yeah, I don't have I, any of those. That, that's I what I don't have, of, the bills. Yeah. yeah. I got rid of those when I left the Air Force. Now I have them again. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, and bills are expensive, especially with this uh, current economy. Jeepers, creepers. All right, so yeah, what I, is I, our... I just don't want to pay them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you have a security clearance, I hear that goes over really well. I hear that too. <laughs> I'm, oh, what? I'm, what, what? Vulnerable? That's what? why I haven't got my SCI tag yet. Is there a bill I didn't pay? <laughs> oh, man, that was easy for me. Well, I got a waiver, but. Oh, I mean, I, I got my TS. I just don't have the SCI. I haven't been read in yet because something is stopping them. So, whatever. Mm. All right. We are conversations about the TTRPG hobby, truthful but opinionated information you need to hear, not what you want to hear, and don't like our commentary, tell us in segment three. And of course, everybody should know by now, hashtag RPGate. It is escapism, not representation. Entertainment over activism. Somebody tried to use this uh, escapism, not representation uh, against me on a uh, comment on one of our videos, where it's like, you guys are too political. You should follow your own rules of escapism, not representation. Look, asshole, we're calling out the representation and the other nonsense. Calling out nonsense in the culture war is not has nothing to do with it. When I'm playing the game, guess what I don't do? When I'm Talk sitting at the, shit. Yeah. When I'm sitting at the table, rolling dice, trying to play fantasy elves and moving little metal dolls across a map board, guess what I don't do? <laughs> I don't, you know. Ah. Uh, entertainment over activism and organic diversity from natural. Natural, not that artificial stuff. No sweeteners here. And you can follow us on our website, Discord, Locals, Red Bubble. And uh, I sold a few masks. Uh, Baron G Rock showed showed off uh, his. So he bought the demon mask and the uh, and the uh, the orc mask. Yeah, so that nice. was pretty cool. Thank you, Baron G Rock. Crafty also... bringing my story back to us from the members only stream. <laughs> That's for members only. Shh. <laughs> and what, what the hell is this? Violence? Come on. I thought that was well, just a name. It's in, it's in his name. There I you go. That was just have fun. Please don't kill me. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. Uh, you can watch videos on Rumble Odyssey, YouTube, Twitch. And if you want to donate to us, PayPal and Streamlabs is the best way. I'm telling you, if I didn't have to pay to live stream to it, I would use Rumble a lot more because it picks up everything. People are like, you should use BitChute. BitChute, fuck BitChute. Like, I tried it a couple years ago. Mines, Mines picks up more of our videos than BitChute did, so. And want to thank all of our monetary backers on the Twitch side, those who subscribe and cheer on the YouTube side, our members and super chatters. You can also follow us on Locals. I keep promising I'm going to use it more. I keep lying to you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to figure out a way. Uh, somehow, some way. I don't know. Streamlabs, you can tip us there and you can donate through that PayPal link. And you know what? If you're just like, look, man, I don't want to pay you crap. I just want to sit and listen to you whine. All right, well, there you go. We want to thank you for following and subscribing and chatting and lurking. 
we appreciate that as well. And if you, for whatever reason, don't want to give us money, you can give it to the Wounded Warrior Project, which secretly is embezzled to Heathen Dog's bank account. That's entirely false. That's entirely false. Shut up, dude. Fucking chill, I'm bro. Yeah, but see, I don't see that money. Only you do. So I figure if they donate, I control the other side of it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me get things up here. Move, right, and, move uh, stuff violence says, Kill? No, no. He wants to hold me for ransom to get my wife's money. Oh, well, uh, yeah. joke's on you. I'm worth exactly as much alive as I am dead. I, I made sure I wasn't worth more. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure of that just, just in case she got any ideas later on. <laughs> But I've just enough life insurance left on me to cover childcare and until until my son's eighteen. What's what's funny is uh, that's what I got. My my business actually has a better insurance policy on Heathen Dog than I have on my wife. <laughs> just say it. Uh, what am I doing? Oh, I got a poll to put up. Let me put up this poll. Yeah, Go ahead and talk poll. about, I don't know, the, uh, where you're going to be hiding out so people can find you while I get this poll up. Where am I going to be hiding out? Oh, well, uh, the last week of March, I'm going on vacation with my cousin. Uh, second cousin, once removed, first cousin. I, the the son of, of my great aunt and uncle. Okay, I don't know what that is. All right, this whole cousin removal, first and second thing, I have no clue how that works. So, you know, if you want to school me on that, that's fine. But uh, he was taking care of his mom for the last few years. She was sick and he sold his house, moved in with her, wasn't able to do anything or go anywhere because he had to, you know, take her to all kinds of appointments and stuff. She died a couple weeks ago and uh, uh, the estate stuff hasn't gone through yet. So, you know, he's just still sitting there, can't go anywhere. So, you know what? Let's go and anywhere you want to go in lower 48. I'm paying for it. Let's just go. You haven't been able to have a vacation in years. Let's go. He's like, well, I've never seen the Grand Canyon. Well, you know what? Neither have I. Done. Go and see the Grand Canyon. But we're not just going to see the Grand Canyon, like walk up to the Grand Canyon, hike the Grand Canyon. No, I'm too up that shit. Right on the back of a donkey. No, nah, it's for suckers. I'm not doing that. You ever smell a donkey? You don't want to. We're taking a helicopter. <laughs> we're going a helicopter ride in the Grand Canyon. We're going to land. Uh, we're going to land in the in the canyon. Have lunch. Get this, get get some views, and then uh, fly back uh, at dusk over over the New uh, over uh, Las Vegas Strip, and then we're gonna stay at the Venetian. The child of your cousin is your second cousin. Okay, so this is the child of my great aunt. So that would be my cousin. Your second aunt. <laughs> Uh, twice removed? No, once removed. Cause, cause my first cousin would be the, the son of son or daughter of my aunt. So great aunt would be once removed. So, okay. First cousin once removed, I guess. Fine. Why won't it let me ask? I said, yes. Cal's here just for the book, book burnings. We don't burn books here. Well. We burn video games here. There we go. Oh. Poll is posted. Whew. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's get this. We get our segment one thingy. All right. For segment one today, we are going to talk about the uh, the skipped character uh, occupational character classes, and we're going to cover some of the races 
of uh, Palladium Fantasy. Uh, yeah, so it was like, I guess the race thing for me is a, a little bit important because it was one of the games that I would play if I wanted to do something weird that I couldn't do, shouldn't do, in Dungeons & Dragons. I could come here to play an ogre, or uh, what else do you guys have? Trolls, kobolds, I don't know. You get weird stuff in Palladium Fantasy. We're gonna so, find out. Uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to find out today what weirdness you can play and why we're not going to dive into every race and all of its you know, history and background and glory. We're just going to talk about generally you know, what you'd expect. And to be fair, you're probably not going to be too surprised. So uh, let me share my screen and uh, start off with uh, the cover of Palladium Fantasy. Right? Why didn't it show? Oh, crafty. I think I'm going to gift him $25. <laughs> let's try that again it didn't want to show this the screen that was weird it's like you can't sh boom uh oh there we go <laughs> all right there all is our cover. cover yeah this is the so that we were talking last week about doesn't it look like um you know uh didn't so does somebody get uh dragonlance vibes well here's the dragonlance artwork and uh how do I change it quickly? I figured out on Friday how to change it quickly. That well, I know how to do it now. All right, let's do that again. I want to oh, practice this because I like this. No, you, you, it's not going to take that long. It's not going to take that long. So that's the Clyde Caldwell. Okay. Uh, from uh, uh from Dragonlance, right? Uh, that's uh, Cyan Bloodbane, the dragon, and that's uh, King was his name, Lorax, uh, with the dragon orb. And now here's the cover to Palladium Fantasy. Looks pretty similar to me, huh? Who robbed who? Huh. Yeah. Well, this is second edition, so Dragonlance definitely came out first. Yeah, first hmm. edition cover is uh, much different. It is much different. So, all right, um, let's figure out what page we're going to be on for yes, these. Sixty-five. So was it sixty-six for me? Oops. Sixty-four. Oh, sixty-four. Okay. So there we go. We're gonna talk about. Uh, he doesn't want to talk about Cleese, priests of light because for some weird reason he has oh, priests of darkness. Yeah. Cool people play priests of darkness. Be a good guy. Fuck you and your priests of darkness. That that's an empty <laughs> stuff. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Now uh, we we didn't talk we didn't talk about uh, uh, clerical magic, which really the only mechanical difference between clerical magic and wizard magic is that a wizard has to learn spells and understand how magic works. Whereas a cleric is just granted abilities in the form of spells by their deity, pantheon, whatever. That's the main mechanical difference. Now there's a lot of, of, of course, that makes it a plethora of, you know, artistic and, you know, uh, semantic difference, but that's the main mechanical one. So we're going to go first with the priest of light. Now the, the priest of light, uh, you get to, depending on how deep you want your game to go in religion, which I hope is not very, you, uh, your your priest can uh, worship just a general pantheon. And it'll still work. It'll work fine. Doesn't matter. But if you want more, uh, you know, in-depth uh, clergy who have specific gods that your land you know, that, that exist in your land and they must, you know, worship one of these gods or whatever, then yeah. Okay. You can get more specific stuff like that, but you don't need to, it, it gives you the idea. It doesn't matter how big your congregation is. doesn't matter how small it only matters that you believe and the pantheon or God accepts you. And that's pretty much it. And if you start off as an OCC priest of light, guess what? God has accepted you. 
boom. You know, power of God compels you. You're good to go. You're fine. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll move on to priest armor and combat. Uh, with rare exception, priests are not trained as men of arms or in the use of weapons and armor. Hand-to-hand -hand combat is not generally part of a priest's teachings, although most traveling police learn at least basic hand-to-hand -hand combat, which is something everyone should get, really, in, in, a, in a palladium system, at least basic. Have you, you ever you played a you character without... No, without I've never ever, because it's stupid. It's, ri it's ridiculous. You should never do that. Uh, they're normally men of learning, blah, blah, blah. Uh, regard to armor, most priests tend to prefer light armor, like padded or leather types, because they offer good maneuverability and are more comfortable. Even chainmail starts to become a bit weighty and uncomfortable. Uh, the heavy armor types are cumbersome and confining. Furthermore, covering oneself in metal hampers the channeling of magic energy. When casting an actual spell or trying to create a spell scroll, see prayers, the metal will interfere with the magic the same as with the wizard if more than 50% of the character's body is covered in metal. Chainmail, scale mail, etc. So, and you have to spend 20% more, more PPE to cast a spell and the player rolls once in the following table of random effect. So wearing metal armor is just a bad idea for a wizard or a cleric. You can do it. You can do it. I want that. I want that extra SDC. I want that armor rating. Well, then you don't want to cast spells a lot and that's your job. So you're playing it wrong. Stop it. <laughs> but it says 50% of your body. So, you know, studded leather, probably fine. You know? I only have 42% of my body covered. I wrote that in my character's background. Well, no, no, it's, it's the, it's the game master's call upon what armor <gasps> you want. Yes, I know. Oh, oh. <laughs> there we go. Here, let me zoom in on that. Let me zoom in on that. I, I can do that. Uh, solo layout. There you go. All yeah, right. So don't, right. don't, don't let your players ruin the story. It's they, they think it's their job, but don't let them do it. But if it, you know, I, I've even had a character one time commission the best armor he could from the best blacksmith he could find with only 49% body coverage in metal. And you know what? I let him do it, but it costs 10 times more than the equivalent <laughs> than it would otherwise. So he still bought it. But when, when the next time came where he needed money, no one was, no one was, no one was given out. That's when the anarchist thief goes in there and cuts a little patch of leather out and makes it 50. <laughs> makes it exactly 50 exactly yeah that's when that happens and you know so, someone's going to get some kind of wrath of god <laughs> from someone wearing no armor but hey you know that's how it works so uh there you know if you if you have armor on you get possible well one of these things is going to happen there's a 20 percent chance that nothing happens you're fine but there is an 80 percent chance that your spell range duration or damage is going to be reduced by a significant amount <laughs> All right, now. Wow. Good players work with the GM for a fun story. Only communists are contrarian players. Uh, communists and um, what's the other word? Anarchists. Uh, so socialists and leftists. They're all like like super alt-left. They're all just angry to be angry. Is alt-left a thing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It is. So allegiance uh, to, to a god. god. There you go. To play a priest, a female can be called either a priest or a priestess. Fair. The player must choose a god or a pantheon of gods and or a religion to which his character can devote his life. Again, if you don't want to get deep into religion, you don't want to have to have your 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 clerics, you know, 
missionary themselves off to different continents to spread the good book or whatever. You just say generic good religion A, and there you go. You know, you don't need to to bring in a real world religion or even make up your own. You don't. I mean, if if you want to use Palladium religions, they have uh, the uh, Book of the Gods, which I have. It's not what's called, but it's on my shelf behind the. Uh, somebody shouted out in chat. So I mean, let me. Okay, find good. It. Uh, pa uh, Pantheons of the Megaverse. Yes, uh, it's geared. It's geared toward rifts, but it has its own conversion table. So if it's an SDC world, it you also have SDC stats, and you can use you can use gods from there. You can use religions or pantheons from there, and that's fine if you want to get deeper. But you don't have to. That's the point I'm making. But of course, you know, if you decide to go against your religion. Well, there's props. Now, the first one, if you uh, disobey, rebuke, or badmouth your deity. Now, Screw you, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, this, this, this is a, this is a lot of stories, right? A, a lot of stories where 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 the the uh, priest um, loses faith because of this horrible thing that happened. You know, like faithless preacher type guy, and uh, you know his 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 wife was killed in a in a random car accident, and his his son you know, was, was struck by lightning the next day. You, you forsake your God. You're like, fuck you, God. What'd I do to you? My name's not Job. What the fuck you doing? <laughs> you know? So this is what happens. Uh, you'll be punished often severely, but usually fairly in one campaign. For example, Kevin's wife was playing a priest of light on a quest from Isis to recover some holy relics for Osiris. The quest led her character on several dungeon adventures in genuine adversity. His wife played the character expertly and over the many months of gaming saw her character grow in experience. After a particularly grueling battle, she accidentally let one of the reclaimed artifacts slip out of her possession. Isis appeared to the priest in a vision and told her she had goofed up and needed to retrieve it. This difficult request, following immediately after a long, torturous adventure and brutal combat, caused her character to grumble, yeah, you know how tough this will be? And God responded, I don't care. <laughs> To which she said, why should I? What have you ever done for me? I don't know. Give you all the power you've ever had up until this moment. <laughs> Did you ever heal anybody? Yep. Mm. So, <laughs> you know, that this is like, this is like talking back to. No, no, it's, it's worse than that. Like, uh, there was this kid, uh, at a, at a, uh, an arcade I went to when I was like 16, 17, this this eight, nine year old kid was, was uh, standing on a stool at a, at a game that I want to play. And he didn't have any quarters in it. He was just pressing buttons and doing stuff as a, Hey kid, move. I want to play. He turned around and gave me the finger. I smacked his ass off that stool. I'm proud of it. Cause I taught something his mother didn't. When you, yeah, when, I, I, I hate the fact that, uh, you know, if some kid comes up, you know, keeps punching the nuts or some crap like that, all you're allowed to say is, Billy, get away from me. Fuck that. Pick him up by his neck, move him over there. He won't do it again. That's child abuse. And that, that's, that's assault on a child. Fuck that. Some kids yep, need it. That's a learning moment. Yep. That's what it is. So, uh, yeah, she went and, and pick, picked on someone who is way outside her weight class and God got angry. Uh, you've offended your God. And speak with arrogance. You need a lesson in humility, humility until the lost artifact is recovered and restored to the church. Your ability shall be diminished and dare not call upon me until that day. Zap. Suddenly she's went from seventh level to fourth level. <laughs> Worse, oh, wow. Your, Three your levels. Level of experience was frozen until you recover the item. Any experience acquired along the way, nothing. 
playing a character. The priest humbly apologized for untrue and foolish statement, vowed to find the artifact, thanked Isis for her compassion, and swore her undying allegiance to her god in the Pantheon of Light. Unfortunately, the loose object had been sold and was already miles away. A new adventure was unfolding. Okay, so that seems rough, right? But you got to think about this. She talked back to a god. A seventh level human nothing talked back to not only an immortal being with powers beyond her understanding, the power she does understand is given by the same immortal being. And she got mouthy. done for me. <laughs> she got mouthy. So game masters out there. If, if you're, if your character gets straight up mouthy to your God in like a vision or a dream quest or whatever, don't feel bad. Now, if it's like a, an exclamation to the heavens, why, oh God, why have you forsaken me? Stuff like that. That's not the same thing. All right. That's not that's, the that's same desperation, thing. not, not yeah. smart enough. Yeah. Not, not smarting off. That's just, that's just, that's, that, that's desperation and, and uh, assuming that God's not watching anymore. Now well, when you're I, you could still take God a little hit from that. You have no excuse. You have yeah. nothing. You got nothing. But priests who forsake but, 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 their before, gods before you move on, there's there's one thing there's one thing because uh, we've hit on it a couple of times. What's that? But look, at, when we get to it, look at all the powers. It's not just like, oh, look, I can heal somebody. When we get to all the powers that clerics get, this wasn't like a like, what do you do for me? Oh no, let's let's take a look in a moment. So, all right, yeah, all right. Uh, priests who forsake their god completely are stripped of every clerical ability, skill ability, and experience. The memories of experiences and people remain, but the skills and power are magically removed. God cherry picked your brain, took <laughs> out everything he ever gave you and kicked your ass to the curb. That's what happened. Character starts from scratch with the selection of a new OCC at level one. The character can even become the priest of another God or Pantheon. But even if sincerely repentant at a later time, he's not likely to ever be reinstated as a priest of the deity yet forsaken. Gods have long memories as long as their lives. So if, if you like officially forsake him, he's not, no, he's not gonna take you back. You're done. You know, God, God's a Chad. There, 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 there's, there's always another one on the, on the hook. It's fine. I'll have another priest. <laughs> Special prayers. All priests pray. This is not a surprise. What? Prayer serves many functions and enables the priest to talk, communicate with his deity one way, unless the God decides otherwise. And in doing so, gets things off his mind, enables him to focus his thoughts. Prayers are also used during mass and religious ceremonies, both as part of a tradition and to focus and coordinate the, the participants, which can number into hundreds or even thousands. Special prayers are pleased to the gods for strength, insight, and minor acts of intervention. These are typically limited to the following uh, blessings. All prayers or blessings are intended to show God's favor on those who believe in him and or worship him. Short prayers are on one round, whatever, but should be performed by only on one person or item per prayer. To try and bless a crowd of people on numerous items diminishes the effectiveness of prayer, so you know bonuses. Only a priest <laughs> of eighth level or higher can bless two or more people at a time without loss of potency. What happens is some small measure of protection on the faithful for a period of 2d4 weeks unless indicated otherwise. So, uh, protection against magic, against vampires, against charm, against whatever. Well, it's some it's minor protection, right whatever they need, right? Blessings on water, blessings on a person, blessing on a home, blessing of food, a prayer for strength. Well, that's uh, kind of cool. With, 
Yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, Priest with additional strength, plus six saver horror factor, plus one on all other saving throws, plus 10% turn undead, plus 20% exorcism, plus one percent, plus one spell strength, plus one to parrying dodge. The prayer can only be tempted twice per 24 hour period. Uh, duration is two minutes per level of experience. Success so you ratio, can't do it every two minutes. <laughs> no. 20% at first level, plus 7% for every additional level. So not all prayers are going to be answered. All right. Get over that. God's busy. You're not the only priest out there. Prayer of communion. The prayer allows a priest to contact his deity or one of the gods in his pantheon. The god responds by creating an inspirational vision or dream, which will motivate and encourage the priest. There is a 60% chance of divination or an omen, which warns of impending danger, treachery, or good fortune. Visions and dreams are usually symbolic and cryptic and always concern people in matters close to the priest, his deities, or church. Can only be attempted twice per 24-hour period. Success ratio, 21% plus 7% per additional level. Then we have the prayer of intervention. Uh, successful prayer gives the priest one of the following temporary boons. Player's choice. You get to choose which one of these God bestows upon you. Enable the priest to cast any one spell of any level that his God knows. Oh, wow. Now, if you have, if you went very generic with your God or Pantheon, that's everything. So that's any spell. The priest is able to cast a spell with the effect spell strength and duration five levels higher than his current experience level. Thus, a third level priest would be able to cast a spell as if you were eighth level PPE cost fat spell is not applicable. It's provided by the gods. You don't have to pay for it. There are a lot of spells out there that are thousands of PPE. Pray, praying to God. God grants you any one spell you want. Free. Plus five levels. Plus five levels and of that, strength. That's the part that I was stuck in. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy, right? Temporary knowledge to create a magic scroll. This ability is limited to priests of six level or higher and can only be tapped in once per 24 hour period. Uh, the type of spell is limited to the knowledge of his gods and a typical equal in spell strength to the level of the priest. The exact spell level potency can be regulated by the priest who is conjuring the scroll. Okay, you can make a scroll. That's fine. Super healing. Super healing. The priest's normal healing touch now instantly restores 2d4 times 10 hit points slash SDC or 46 MDC in Mega Damage Worlds. Duration twice. You get two touches. Two. 44 times 10. Good touch. That's a good touch. Everyone wants that touch, right? That's a great touch. Then we have miracles. Miracles are the result of direct appeals to the gods the priest worships for incredible acts of intervention. They're used to create supernatural effects such as changing the weather, parting bodies of water, granting temporary supernatural abilities, whatever. Now, every, every player, slow your roll on this one, okay? Okay, bringing it back. Bringing it back, okay? We were all we were all fun in games with the blessings uh, of water, blessing of people, minor intervention, strength. That that can happen, okay? Miracles. This is not just when you're doing something in the name of your God. You're doing something for your God with the power of your God. <laughs> with the power of your God behind you, you are now just a vessel. So God can touch the world and have it not break. That's all. If you get it in your life, it's going to be once, maybe twice. And that is going to be acting directly for your God. Not about your God, not around your God, not 
kind of sort of in the same field as your God. No, you and God are on the same page. This this stuff has to be done, and this has to this has to happen for it to be done. Moses parts the Red Sea, stuff like that. You know, frogs falling from the sky, rivers running red with blood, firstborn children, the whole thing. These are all miracles. Well, depending on which side of the coin you're on that one. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the other side would be disasters, but same thing. Asking for a miracle to defeat the guardian of some treasure trove the priest and his companions want will not be granted. Like I said, God has to want this done as well. God doesn't want you rich. God wants you to do his bidding. If you are doing God's bidding, you, you can get prayers and blessings. If you are doing God's commands and you need a miracle to complete that command, God will grant you a miracle. That's how it works. God decides, not you. God being, in this case, the game master, as always. Otherwise, a miracle is a rarity, with rarity more than one or two being granted every 2d6 years. So, you know, that's the way it is. Miracles don't happen every day. They don't happen every year. They don't happen every six years. Uh, success ratio for miracles, the priest MA attribute number plus 2% per level of experience. However, if the gods are actively monitoring the priest's progress and he is acting on the God's behalf. Hey, did you check in on Chuck today? What's that? Did you check in on Chuck today? I Chuck? No, 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 you're a God. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all check it out. Oh my God. Chuck's in it. Chuck's in it. Let's give Chuck a hand. So if, like, like I said, if you are working on God's behalf, doing God's bidding, something God want needs to get done, and you need a miracle to do it, the game master will probably let God step in and give you a miracle. That's, that's the way it is. Miracles of luck, supernatural strength, uh, great miracles, uh, increased power, all any known magic spells or prayers made with this miracle is in force is at double the duration and double the power strength one minute per level of experience. So all of your spells are, are double duration, double strength, great miracle of control over nature, earthquakes, volcanoes, storms, not ley line storms. That's different. Can be stopped in an instant. The direction of the wind can be changed to the desire of the priest rain made to fall or stop clouds created to reduce the heat. The sun flood waters lowered flash floods condition dissipated swarms of insects locusts sent away. Unfortunately, somewhere else, but not here. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Go on somebody. <laughs> you don't have to lawn. go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> exactly. You could also make fresh water appear in a desert, create basically creating an oasis. That's awesome. Uh, you know, make make food and fish like Jesus. It's all good. God can do that. Miraculous healing. Full health. Bing. Great. Great miracle of control over magic. Dispel any magical barrier, curses, or spell with the exception of rune magic and spells of legend. Creates an anti-magic cloud or sanctuary, instantly closes a dimensional portal, opens a dimensional rift to the desired location, only a 10% chance of error, and <laughs> ask a shifter, that's pretty good. And called <laughs> ley line storms. The priest himself is also impervious to all magical transformations, mind control, curses, sickness, insanity, and illusions, while he has the power to control magic. Duration. Last one melee round per level of the priest. So well, you don't got the power for a long time, but 
Now, now, one of the things that I want to say is that, uh, well, there were a couple in here that were level dependent, like the uh, the Magic Scroll one. Mm-hmm. And yes, the percentages are low, but one of the things that's cool about Palladium, your low-level character can do this. Sure, yes. the, the percentages are low. You don't you can try twice to... a day. Right. And you don't have to wait until your 10th or 15th level just to hope to get a chance to do it. No, you can start at low level. You get almost all of your abilities at low level, you just work on making the percentages better as you level up. You are no slouch as a first level character. Of course, no. you know, again, those die rolls, but still. And we, we haven't even gotten into all of the normal abilities. That, that That's that's the general abilities of priests. That's but general that, abilities of all priests. I'm going to pick one real quickly here. Prayer of Strength, just because I'm looking at it, right? So okay. that, that character was seventh level, right? So seven, uh, sometimes at 49. So she had a 69% chance at her level and got knocked down to sometimes where it's 20, a 48% chance. It went from a one in th- or a two and three to less than one in five, uh, one and two. Jesus. Uh, that don't, don't smart off to your God. No, not a good idea. Now, specific priests of light, knowledge and abilities, healing touch. This isn't a spell. This is a natural ability. Healing touch restores 2d4 hit points or SDC, 1d4 MDC to supernatural beings. Priests can perform the healing touch once every other melee round. What? What? Healing in this game, if you have a priest, is no big deal. I mean, normal healing for palladium sucks. It's arduous and you have to, you have to be in the right conditions. You have to, you know, if, if you, if you want to heal more than, more than, you know, a scrub, you have to have actual medical care, you know, but with a priest of light on your side, every other minute, boop, boop, boop. What the hell? Selling the healing touch. Clergy may offer their ability to heal others for free or may charge a fee depending on circumstance church edicts and knees fees run as low as five gold per laying of hands to 1d6 times 100 gold per touch however the average fee is about 25 or 30 gold per touch now this is again how specific you get with your god or pantheon mm-hmm. if if you there 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 is a there's a japanese god of money changers yeah he's japanese gonna god of toilets whatever he's gonna charge all right but uh, you know your your generic Judeo Christian God is going to be angry if you do charge, right? So if you stay generic, you can charge or not charge, and God won't be pissed off, right? But if you go specific, then you have to make these decisions. Exorcism, exorcise the demons. A successful exorcism will drive out banish any entity or demon from a possessed person animal dwelling or area stop stop what who can tell if somebody's possessed the diabolist okay yeah okay (laughs) all right the exercise creatures cannot return to the place or person for at least six months and are likely to never return because they're butthurt demons get butthurt They, they 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 were bested by a stupid meat sack screw you i'm going home right 
A successful exorcism performed in an area such as Graveyard Tomb, etc. will destroy all animated skeletons, corpses, and mummies which inhabit the area of exorcism. Ghouls and zombies will be, will be banished for 10 months while the greater supernatural creature, uh, creatures, demons, vampires, ghosts, specters, are banished for six months. So if you want to, it, it's basically a roach bomb for undead. It's not going to keep them out forever, but by God, it'll keep them out for a while. It's almost like the Earth Dawn thing. Everything's a year and a day. Yeah. yeah. Success ratio. This is where it gets rough. 7% per level of experience. An exorcism can be attempted as many times as the priest wants to try. So if you have and all the time on. in the world. You have all the time in the world. There is no detriment for trying again. You can just keep keep going until you win. So it really doesn't matter unless you're on a time crunch. It doesn't matter how many rolls you have to make. You just succeed. Like it, like for example, you enter a, a cemetery and you are you are being attacked by a hundred a hundred skeletons. You're under a time crunch. You it better work. Like right now, it better work this time, right? But if if you enter during the day and you know that there's vampires who are resting in this tomb, but they're it's daytime, they're not out. You you have until nightfall. You can keep trying until nightfall. I'm just gonna give it to you. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I'm not going to make you roll until you until you hit a, you know, a multiple of seven under your under your level. I'm not going to do that. that no, got but, all but the flip side is if, you know, you got the little girl hanging, floating, you know, six inches above ground and shit's flying all over the place and you're taking damage every round. You may need to get that right away. Yeah, you're going to want that as quick as possible. But, you know, them's the breaks, right? That's how it works. Remove curse. Okay. Ritual is similar to exorcism, except that it removes magic curses. If successful, all the effects of the magic or God-induced curse. God-induced curse. This is even a curse given to someone by another God can be removed by this. You know why? Because you are the vessel of the power of a God. That's why. If successful, blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, while the priest can remove a curse from a person or animal, he cannot remove curses placed on or in rune weapons, magic items, or sacred supernatural places. These things are anchored by several layers of magic you, this isn't this isn't going to do it and it, old it, ones deific power yeah yeah old one deific powers rune, rune magic is no joke it's it's hardcore uh it takes 1d4 times 10 minutes to perform the remove curse ritual now you can remove curse only once per each curse on the same person however you can perform this ability on innumerable innumerable different, different people. people and other priests can try to remove a curse on okay so you just so, have a just have a conga line of priests ready yeah exactly yeah you go and try if you fail on one person you can't do it again on that guy for that curse but they can get another priest to try or you can try another person that's fine but you get one try per person this is so far this is the only role that that has a penalty for failing Hold on, says it takes six hours. No, it's 1d4. Let me slide 1d4 times 10 minutes. 1d4 times 10 minutes. So as low as 10 minutes. Exorcism, uh, it doesn't give a duration. He's talking about 1d6 hours. 1d6 hours. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, 1d6 hours. You're right. Up to six hours. Up to six hours. But in the in the example I gave, you know there's there's vampires in the cemetery. You go there at break of dawn. You can make up to three attempts, even if you roll all sixes before the sun goes down, if it's summertime. But you'll likely make at least four or five attempts 
you're probably going to win. All right. Then we move down to turn dead. Obviously this one, this one's a given, right? This right is similar to exorcism, but, but can be enacted in only two melee rounds, 30 seconds. It affects only animated skeletons and corpses, mummies and ghouls. This ability enables a priest to repel the dead by commanding them to leave in the name of his deity. The dead will stop what they are doing and go away. Vampires, ghost race, and specters may be temporarily kept at bay, hesitating for one or two rounds, but will otherwise be unaffected. Okay, wait, wait. Demon, one demons, or two rounds? That's 15 yeah. to 20, uh, 15 to 30 seconds. That's like, yes. that could be 10 attacks from just one it person. So. Yes. Uh, demons, devils, gods, and most of the supernatural beings are not affected. Success ratio 20% plus 5% per additional level of experience. Real, real now, quickly. Notice, notice in here, it does not give a range. It does not give an amount of undead. It doesn't give anything like that. Turn repel the dead by commanding them to leave the area. Now, what is the area? I would well, say the here's the hearing range. The, the, the place that you're in is the area like a, a, the area could be a small village. It could be just a, a castle. It could be a graveyard. It could be a crypt, a tomb. It, it could be a large section of a dungeon. How many? All of them. All of them. They just turn around and walk away. Uh, you skipped over res resurrection. We don't have to read the whole thing, but because uh, it can only be done by a fifth level priest or higher. But yeah, okay. the fact that a priest, just as a natural occurrence, like natural yeah. ability, not a spell, not a spell, a natural ability to resurrect the dead. Now let's let's look at all the caveats and addendums to this. Okay, go ahead and read it. The body must have all its parts. Small parts like fingers and toes are missing, whatever, doesn't matter. You'll, you'll just call them lefty or, or, or nine-toe jack, whatever. Uh, the deceased should not have been dead for more than two to four weeks. Refrigeration can add up to six months. Get him out of the freezer. Well, now yep. we know what, where Walt Disney is. Yeah, there you go. A penalty of minus 3% is applied to each month beyond four weeks from the time of death. Deceased over one year old has only a total of 5% chance for a successful resurrection. This ability can only be attempted by priests of fifth level higher. At fifth level priests is 10% chance plus 3% per additional level. Note, a resurrection can only be attempted once on the same character by the same priest. A failed role means the character stays dead from that priest. Another priest could come in and try, but that priest cannot try again. We're going to have three piece, uh, priests in my party. There you go. <laughs> I, want, I want triple redundancy, baby. All right. <laughs> but yes, anyway. Okay. And then we go to uh, penance and sacrifice. The techniques used for self-denial and the exploration of oneself and environment include meditation, fasting, vows of abstinence, vows of silence. As a result, priests can re resist thirst for two days per level of experience and resist hunger for three days per level of experience. Although the priest is able to ignore the pain discomfort and function as close to normal, the physical body does suffer damage from dehydration. Okay, so uh, if you are starving, if you are severely dehydrated, you will take damage. You will start, you will be dying. But, you know, all of, all of your penitent acts to your God has strengthened your willpower to where you can push through it and still act This is normally. your martyr syndrome. Exactly. You act normally. But, you know, if after four days you've had nothing to drink and you die, but wait, I had no minuses. Oh, well, but it's four days without water. You died. I'm sorry. That's the way it works. Now, everything until now is all the stuff that you get for being a priest that's pretty much been out of the scope of everything we've talked about before. Now we finally start to get into some of the, okay, this is what I expect from a cleric of light. 
or, yes. or clear class. All of this other crap was a bonus. Yes, so, this was all icing. Yeah, and it's a really thick layer of icing. It's this, like this sugar. is mostly sugar. And then we get to the spell casting. Priests gain their abilities directly from their deity and their faith. The spells and effects are identical to the spell magic of wizardry. The difference is how the spells are attained, not how they function. Priests are endowed with the ability to cast spells. It is not learned or practiced. Most clergy know nothing about the ways of magic. They don't have to. The spells of a priest are invoked by chanting their god's name and the type of spell they need. A priest begins to acquire spell starting with third level. Prayers and most other abilities start at level one. See, you don't even get spells until third level because the icing on this cake is so thick. Up until third level, you don't need spells. Well, also remember that uh, the era that this came out, uh, basic D&D clerics didn't get spells at first level. They got them at second. Yeah, they started getting them second. Yeah, yeah. started getting second. Yeah, this one gets a third. Automat at the third level, you automatically get the spell of tongues and one additional spell from wizard levels one through three. For each subsequent new level, one additional spell level can be selected from one through three. Priests cannot be taught nor purchase additional spell knowledge. So you get these spells for free, but they're only levels one through three. I mean, you already can lay on hands every yeah. 30 well, every seconds other, so, I mean... every fifth every other 15 seconds you can lay on hands shut your mouth all right you think he meant uh, for clerics to be healing bots <laughs> that's that's what up until third level that's pretty much well they're they're healing and buff bots yeah uh permanent ppe base 66 plus pe attribute and 1d6 per level experience not a lot but uh, levels one through three they don't cost a lot so you're not really losing much Spell strength starts at 12, just like everybody, and is plus one at level six and 12. Note, each particular church, religion, and or God is likely to have its own laws, practices, dogma, and rituals. Only a handful require celibacy. Most allow its priests to wed and have family. Only about 50% are gender specific. The thing is, that's only if you want to get specific. If you don't have your general monotheistic God of good, and you don't have to worry about that crap. You just don't have to worry about that nonsense. Just don't worry about it. It's fine. So that is a priest of light. And my God, the priest of light is something, something to behold. Let me tell you. I'm just showing this stuff here. We don't have to. By, yeah. by now, if you've watched any of the previous ones, you should know what a lot of this means. I'm just uh, seeing if anything jumps out at me. Not really. It all makes sense to me. All right, priest of darkness. You know, if if you, if you want to play a bad guy, you you can have your power. You can have your party be bad guys, but you can't have a priest of darkness in a group full of heroes. Sorry, it's not but working out. Let's just read off the titles what they get. So they get a prayer of strength of the damned. See the bonuses there. Prayer of communion. Summon minions of darkness. That's not this great. Where, this is where I made a player mad at me. Hmm. <laughs> the curses or maybe it wasn't that one it's something about a raising dead uh but anyway pox curse fever curse so where the priest of light does nice stuff and there's no disguising it like it's a reversible spell so i can heal you no, no. you're cursing you're hurting you're <laughs> uh yeah you're you're not doing anything nice as a priest of darkness right and you're stabbing people with a dagger yes and you yeah you you are probably sacrificing because your your god loves sacrifices it's an evil god right so does evil shit I mean, it makes sense. Uh, and now you get, they do get healing touch still. Uh, exorcism, remove curse, resurrection. Why would you remove a curse when you're placing them all the time? 
But the healing touch, it doesn't look like it's as strong. Uh, what did it say? 1d6 hit points, 1d4 MDC, conform every other melee round. What was uh, what was it before? It was like 2d4, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, 2d4. So yeah, the, yeah. the Priest of Light healing is stronger. Yep. But uh, the, the Priest of Darkness gets it as well. Penance and Sacrifice. Spell, a lot of the same stuff. Uh, spell casting, limited spell list. Animate and command undead. That's what I used. And I made that roll. Rob's character died. I brought him back. He was yeah. mad at me. <laughs> Demon yeah, uh, familiar? The, yeah, the, the uh, Priest of Darkness has a very limited spell list, all level ones, and then that, and then all the all of the spells on this list only. That's all they get. That's all they get their choices. Whereas a priest of light gets one through three. They only get any level one and then that list. That's it. The PPE is the same. Instead of turning undead, they command them. They can have a demon familiar like a like a witch, which is also never a good idea. Don't don't be a witch. Yeah, so, so no, I mean I, I I get it. Yeah, I do like the further price. I mean, I get why they can remove curse. It's just like, you know what, if I'm gonna curse you, can you get rid of it? No. But you said you would. I did. Hey, you know what? Unless unless maybe if I'm if I'm uh aberrant. Okay, fine. I gave you my word, I'll get rid of it. Oops, I failed my roll. Sorry. Oops. All right, you All said right, you want to go What's, over a uh well just what is a, a warrior man, monk? Okay, warrior I think monk. Think this okay. picture says it's all said it says it all. Here's your warrior monk. Why does he have to be generically Asian looking? That's racist. Because every Asian knows karate. We know that. Oh, right. I forgot. Sorry. Ask my wife. <laughs> well, from far away, because obviously she knows karate. <laughs> well, she's small. <laughs> you, can, you can hold your hand out like this. <laughs> um, Jude, you got Jude's in here. Inspired in part from concepts by James Wallace. I don't know who that is. But uh, definitely unnatural. See, the five laws. So druids have to uh, follow laws. The law of rebound, a lesser magical force, will always be repelled by a stronger one and will rebound onto its caster. That does not sound happy at all. Uh, The law of equals, the law of appearances, the law of summoning, and the law of cause and effect. So you can't just be like, I like animals, I want to be a druid. No, you actually have some things you have to follow. Every one of these, uh, the the monk, the the priest of light, the priest of darkness, all have have tenets. Yes. Yeah. They have either a god they have to answer to, or they have their own personal philosophies or or beliefs that they have to adhere to to keep their powers. Hold on. Only if I'm laying down. <laughs> I have, by the way, I have some comments throughout this segment starred that we'll get back to. I just didn't bring them up there because. Uh, and uh, where we talk? Uh, what's after? I think Druid's the last one, isn't it? Well, Druid, Druid powers. Uh, are, are something we want to talk about because they okay. they are they're very different than we all have, the other. We have OPCs. less than a half hour. Okay, then we'll, uh, levels of experience power. This is on uh, actual page seventy five. Yeah, you got it. Uh, more than any other OCC, the druid's abilities increase dramatically with experience and maturity. Grow uh, going up in druid experience doesn't work on a strict time scale. After all, a clever apprentice would learn faster than a dull one. As character gains experience levels, his knowledge of druidic matter is increases. After each level, there is a test of some kind to check if that druid is qualified to advance the next level. These tests differ from the area to area and from druid to druid, so game master feel free to create their own. Any player who has a druid for a character is assumed to have already spent years of study as an apprentice to an older, fully qualified druid. The character starts out 
at level one knowledge and ability. So not only do you need to get the experience points to go up level, you have to actually take a test. Nature gives you a test of some kind. You have to pass it. Then you get to be the experience level. But the reason for that high bar is because every freaking level you get power upon power upon power. Level one, you get secret writing, exceptional regional knowledge. Uh, knowledge of sacred sites, see and use ley lines, ley line drifting. That's this floating would, on the, a ley these line. These two are awesome. Yeah, floating on a ley line and ley line rejuvenation. While you're floating, you can also heal at a, just, a, a just, vast Just lay back, rate. hang out. Float. Exactly. Recognize enchantments on animals, PPE, blah, blah, blah. Second level, uh, juridic uh, versification skill, along with the knowledge of history, Drew is also taught folklore and wisdom uh, in the form of songs, rhymes, and verse. And this uh, goes back magic to the powers, traditional. touch. You can heal animals. Third level, Druid astrology, identification. Slow down. Slow down. Stop. We don't this need to here. go over it all. We have no, to, no, we have no, to we're, not, we're not going over it all, but because but, uh, the chat made some comments here. Uh, this actually is what brings it back to the traditional Druid. Yes. All right. Uh, third third all level. Right. Uh, Druidic magic powers, negate poison toxin, healing touch, control the beast, all the same as the wizard spells, plus familiar link, same as wizard spell, the druid can only have one familiar at a time. You get all those spells for free, fourth level, at third level. Fourth level, more Druidic magic power, this one as prophecy. You can you can uh, throw some bones and get omens and stuff. Forecast weather changes. Fifth level, extinguish fire or start fire. Instant communication over, over at least a mile per level. Sixth level, metamorphosis into any normal animal. Damn it. Summon and control canines, purification, seventh level, phoenix healing. From death comes life. The druid can perform a ritual in which a median to large animal is sacrificed. Each one of the PPE points unleashed by the animal and doubled at the moment of death can be converted into one hit point and instilled into a wounded or comatose person by touching both the animal and the patient at the moment of death. If the person to be healed is in a coma, the character gets a roll to save a plus 30 and gets 2d6 hit wow. points if he snaps out of his coma. Wow. <laughs> if above zero, but dangerously low, seriously injured, each PPE point released by the slain animal will be converted into hit points. Will not exceed the character's maximum number. No SDC is restored. So it only restores hit points, but it can restore <laughs> Who cares? possibly all of them. You know, it, it depends on the you. animal. <laughs> if you kill the animal, sacrifice the animal, if the animal's PPE is, let's say, 10, it's now 20 for that second. And you just healed 20 hit points or, or you brought someone who was below zero in a coma 2d6 hit points above zero and now out of a coma with a plus 30%. Sorry, Bambi. I need a little bit of this. Exactly. Sorry, Bambi. Divination you can actually see the, see the future. Eighth level protection charms. Ninth level. You are now a master Druid. You've learned and mastered all the skills of your profession. What do you get? You get to be called the master Druid. Uh, this does not mean that they have learned or everything, but the characters attain level mastery. Only a few. It also means the level of social distinction within the Druid community. Oh, okay. It's, it's socio-political. As a master of the character may wear the distinctive white juridic robes as his regular garment can lead juridic rites and may sit in judgment and make public prophecies. The master may also elect to teach an acolyte, no more than two, although most druids will wait until they have more experience before they do this. Supreme Druid is selected in a particular community. See, uh, e even in D&D uh, &D and AD&D, &D, druids had their own little, little community. And the, the, the main druid is elected and only one main elected druid through can, alpha male fighting. <laughs> yeah. The, the, yeah, the, the alpha Chad druid, there's only one of them and he's got to be elected. 
Uh, only Druids and their initiates are allowed to attend. At least 35% of all Druids you know, da, 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 this when they're when they're chosen. Uh, yeah, few serve more than 10 years in a row. Supreme Druid is also the only Druid who can call a special meeting of Druids in a time of crisis. Okay, those are all the Druid powers. All right. Uh, and 10th level the, and beyond, you get spells. Yeah, you just get spells. 10th level beyond, you get spells. But they're, you know, it's only levels one through three, but it's any. What, what you see in there is I think it because somebody made a comment and I'll put it up here uh, a little bit. I'm sorry. I, I have a hard time seeing comments because they're on my other monitors here, but I, I've started a few of them um, where you get the history. You get you get the animal husbandry. So it does bring back the feel of what a druid probably should be, but still keeps it in the fantasy realm of playing games. Hmm. All right. Man of arms. Uh, there was one that you wanted to look at here. I mean, mercenary is what you think it would be. That still looks like a Ram Python from Battlelords of the 23rd century to me. Same, man. Um, see, mercenary was a soldier. We we did soldier already. We did soldier. There's yep. There was we, one we I thought you said that and, you, and you to... did the bowman. You didn't do the ranger, but you do you did the bowman. Oh, that's right. We did. did. Yeah. Okay. We didn't, so we, we already did two men at arms. Oh, I don't remember doing that. But okay. Uh, did we talk about the paladin? Because I think the paladin is one. We didn't talk about talk. the knight. We didn't talk about the paladin. Let's do the paladin. Okay, you because, go ahead. Because it, it'll be good for our... Uh, I don't know, to go on with the clerics. I'm not going to go deeply into it. What, what's cool about the paladins is it's a really good representation of paladins. So uh, most paladins are the embodiment of the knight, uh, knighthood. They're supposed to represent the highest values of honor, nobility, and chival chivalric behavior. The ultimate knight. Right there. It doesn't have to be based on Knights Templar in real history. It doesn't have to be based on King Arthur. It doesn't have to be based on anything. This... These two, the two sentences, these two sentences right here tell you what you're doing uh, when you play a paladin. If you don't like that it's not historically accurate, who cares? They are the greatest fighting men alive, trained uh, to be the very quickest and deadliest of all warriors. All right, let's uh, see what they get. Let's see how... The way of the horse. Horsemanship. Paladin. Uh, see the skill description. Oh, that's right. I forgot about this skill. Yeah, there's horsemanship. There's horsemanship knight. There's ho And there's horsemanship paladin, I think. And yet yeah. in our group, somebody played a paladin and was doing really weird stuff. I was like, oh, that's actually pretty damn cool. Uh, yeah. Way of the Lance. The roll of a 19 or 20 on modified means the Lance strike inflicts triple damage. You're already charging. <laughs> yeah. It's not like that's like, ow. Charging increases damage and now you're tripling it. Holy crap. Paladin's Demon Death Blow. The warrior can focus his inner spirit to, inner spirit to attack demons, dragons, elementals, and other supernatural beings and creatures of magic. Oh, this got to be great in the Rift's worlds. <laughs> That's everybody. Right. Uh, when used against supernatural opponents, the attack automatically penetrates the creature's natural armor rating and inflicts full damage. In Rift's, it does whatever. Who cares? We're not doing it. It does mega damage, damage in Rift's. Right. Even if it's only an SDC attack, it's converted automatically to mega damage one-to-one. -one. This attack is so devastating... To the creature's body, it cannot bio-regenerate injury from the demon death blow for 1d4 hours. Limitations. Ooh, it's two attacks. Whatever. You can read the oh, limitations no. there. Yeah. Alignments, of course, uh, can be of any alignment, good, selfish, or evil. What? However, most pal... Oh, I did not know that. I've never actually seen somebody play an evil one. I have seen somebody call himself an anti-paladin and play an aberrant one once. But I think the game master kicked him out of the game. Okay. Uh, uh, Diabolic, Miscreant, Anarchist, Paladins are uh, comparatively uncommon, but they do exist. All right. Well, that's that's an interesting take. I'm not, I'm not going to say I necessarily agree with that. But look at the ability that, requirements. We have never seen ability, uh, so many 
Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, these are just averages. I mean, the, these two are technically a touch above average. Yes. But, yeah, I, but I mean, the priest had said, uh, even with the priest, it said there are no requirements other than yeah. high MEMA is helpful for you. Is is helpful, yeah. That uh, To be fair, most of Palladium Fantasy is, uh, all the OCCs, most of them, don't have don't have requirements or if they are they're they're really low even the paladin has four attribute requirements but they're all low to mid lane yeah. it's not hard uh these are normal skills starting equipment you get a horse two sets of clothing cape <laughs> gotta have a cape cape or a cloak there you go <laughs> uh kevin can be so thematic sometimes uh a riding horse of good to excellent quality so there you go but you, you do get uh, chain mail or scale mail, your choice. Yeah, yeah. I think all the men at arms get something. Uh, uh, they, Rangers they don't get scale mail. That's out of the oh, gate. Fair. Yeah. Gotcha. Thieves and assassins. Let's just look at the the skills. Uh, oh no, we got to talk about races. Screw that. Nope, yeah, we're going to we races. Got, we got to do races now. We only have eighteen minutes. Yep. He hasn't popped into the green room yet. So, um, all right. So, what page are the races on? I, I do want to go and here are the four we're just going to go right through them quickly i'm just going to scroll down uh, optionals we have the merchant you can play a noble you can play a scholar and you can play a squire these are optional occs pretty much it tells the game master like hey they might you know they might be great for role playing but they're you know players might not get all the skills and abilities and fun things that they'd want out of it races are page 288 all right 288 uh, why didn't you stick? It's a 288. Enter. There we go. Map of the known world, which we'll talk about next week. Player races. All right. Humans, uh, we're going to get into the history of the game next week. The main things we want to show you about uh, the races are that one, that they're different. Also, that you can play a whole bunch of stuff. Of course, they're humans, elves, dwarves, and gnomes, just like every game. Yay, gnomes. Yeah, actually there don't, are i don't know the yeah, gnomes humans in and their ally races are the normal humans elf dwarves and gnomes the, the, those are all considered your normal pc you know player character races and then there are the monster races which depending on on your game master you can or cannot be right? i play wolfen <laughs> go figure that, that's fine most most gms allow wolfen in in palladium fantasy because they're they're normally good people and they have they have a chivalry honor code thing and whatever roman-esque like when i picture him i picture him as like the roman empire okay coils i hate coils uh changelings oh god who was it that played a changeling in our game and it really made al angry um somebody did all right human beings what do you get as a human you get normal this is what i was going to focus on unless there's something else you want to um attributes 3d6 across board 3d6 across the board not 4d6 plus one or minus one or whatever the hell it is reroll ones not 3d6 and there's a reason for this in palladium and it still irks me to this day that uh the palladium games that i was in humans got to roll 46 reroll ones because uh, anything notable about humans that we want to look at other no, than no, it, we just, just want to know that well, if if you go to elves, it's the diversity trope again, though. Yeah, it's 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 diversity. There, it's bioessentialism. They are intrinsically smarter. Just just a touch. They are intrinsically more agile. They're they're intrinsically prettier, but yes. they're also a little haughty, haughty, toity little bitches sometimes. 
So that, that that's why their their mental affinity is so low because they 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 think they're so holier than thou. Uh, anything that sticks out to me? Yeah, they're a little magical. We get it. They can be any OCCs. So there we go. So can yeah, so can humans. That's fine. Then we get to dwarves. They they get their special underground sense and you know smell gold or whatever. That's fine. Smell gold. <laughs> whatever. Uh, but their their bioessentialism is uh they're much stronger and sturdier than than either elves or humans but their stubbornness gets in the way <laughs> their stubbornness gets in the way and, and, and instead of being all uppity like the elf they are you know all you know griff and grum and stuff so they also get a two, only 2d6 for ma but well, they're also they short and they got little legs so their speed sucks except for they get 1d6 for digging Dude, they're like moles from from yeah. they actually are like moles. Like that might not sound fast when you compare it to a running person, but 1d6 digging? digging. That's crazy this fast. Is digging. Digging. That's so slow arduous process, not for a dwarf. Not for it's a dwarf. Fast. They have a lot of enemies. Well, yeah, but they they are they do hold a grudge. Yeah, they do. Uh gnomies. What do they get? Let's see. There's okay, human intelligence. Oh my god. Not the wisest people in the world. No, no, they're mental. And, well, no, I wouldn't say wise. It, uh, their, their mental fortitude is lacking. Gullible. I'll give you that quite a bit. But they are they are fun to be around. Yeah. 3D6 plus four. Strength is in the toilet. <laughs> but they're nimble. And they're and they're hardy. They're, and they can dig. <laughs> they can, can also dig. dig. Everybody digs in this game. Troglodytes. Now, I don't know anything about troglodytes. So let's take a look. Uh, player characters like the young single male. Um, all right. IQ. They're not the brightest in the world. Again, don't have the best mental fortitude. They're kind of trustworthy. I mean, they're normal trustworthy. They are strong. strong. Holy balls. Dexterous. Yeah. And geez. that's pretty much it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty strong, though. I didn't think they'd be dexterous. They are, though. Yeah. 3D6 digging. They can dig faster. <laughs> they can dig, dig. They're huge. They're huge diggers. <laughs> By the way, say that more clearly next time. That came through my ears a little differently than you. <laughs> they're Cobles. huge diggers. 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 With a D, people. Calm down. Kobold um, should not be erased, but it is It is in this game. So there we okay. go. I give up. Everybody digs. IQ is, is human normative. No. Well, aren't these, aren't these uh, like they make a bunch of traps and some uh, weird stuff? I thought somebody played yeah. one. But yeah, they're they're art. That's right, because the kobolds are the best artisans or the best crafters in the game outside of uh, dwarves. Outside of dwarves, okay. Well, then uh, they, they're they're strong. Uh, they're ugly as hell. Man, what, what is it with all the all these monsters that can dig? I mean, okay, dwarves so somebody wanted to go back up here now. Dwarves yes. should feel bad, like they they have the only thing in common with monsters. The troglodytes had 66 running, yes. Fast. That is fast. That is fast. Goblins. Here we go. This has got to be crappy. I Goblin. So. Only 2d6? It should be less. It should be less than that. ME, okay. MA, I get it. Strength, There's... normal. A little more dexterous than humans. A lot more dexterous than humans. Well, that and makes they're sense. They're, they're crafty. Yeah. Again, dig it. Why does everybody get digging? Hold on. Every, I'm scrolling up to the digging. humans. Hold on. Did humans get digging? Humans are we the only dig. species? God damn, are we the only species that can't dig? Uh, elves can can't elves... dig either. Okay, elves can't dig either. Dang it, everybody, everybody digs, man. 
What was that? Oh, okay. I was hit points. All right, going back down. Everybody right. digs. Goblins, hobgoblins. If, if Wolfen don't digs, I'm going to be angry because we all know dogs bury their bones. That's true. Hobgoblins again, uh, intelligence light, but sure. they're they're they are they are pretty mentally resistant. Three d six plus six. That's nice. Not fun to be around, <laughs> and a little bit ugly. But other than that, fuck, they get digging too. <laughs> it's only a d four, but they can dig. What's this? Oh my god. God, man, can't dig for nothing. Orcs, here we go, here we go, here we go. Again, just mildly, you know, 2d6 and IQ problem, uh, 2d6 ME, wow. normal MA, strength, 3d6 plus 8, that, that's big, uh, PE, 3d6 plus 2, that's okay, and a little ugly. That That's not great. I, I was expecting more. I mean, the, 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 the strength bump is nice, but everything else is pretty normal. I'd rather be a dwarf, really, to be fair. Right. Ogres, here we go. Now, now, now we, we get to the derpy derp stages. Here we go. Oh my god, ogres have 3d6 IQ. <laughs> An ogre. Historically, in and in, in, in many other canons, they are they are dumb as balls, but nope, not here. They have they have uh, hey, human normal. Bruce's IQ. story about mentally retarded uh uh ogres now comes into play in palladium. There you go. Uh MA, they're not fun to be around, I understand. Big, big strength buff. Hey, they can't sizable PE buff. Right, how many more do we have? Jeepers, creepers. How trolls. many races are there? Trolls, here we go. Uh, trolls again. Human normative intelligence. Huge strength buff. For some reason, pretty, pretty good PP and P and PE buff. Well, I, I get the PE one, but the PP not so much, but. Well, I mean, they're not fat trolls, if you look. No, no, I get it. I Just get bobbleheads. It. Yeah. Kevin likes his bobblehead characters. Look at that I wolf and so. pencil drawing he did. Uh, and so. then Changeling. Uh, actually should have taken some time on this one, but we can't now because our guest is actually waiting. But anyway, uh, uh, the Changeling, no, human normative IQ, very strong mental endurance, very strong mental affinity. Trolls can't dig either. Pretty I know. weak, uh, pretty weak constitution and and beauty, but they are changeling, so they get they get other stuff. Look at this bobblehead. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> All right, Wolfen, this is the race that I played. Um, I don't remember having a low MA, but I guess I did. I was strong. That's right. I played a ranger, so that strength helped when I was sword fighting, and yeah. I was pretty quick, which makes sense. No digging. How does everybody else get digging, but not the wolf? Where Everyone do I bury my bones? <laughs> Unbelievable. I, I don't believe it. Everyone else got to, did, wait. I didn't. I didn't look for the troll. I didn't look for the troll. If, if troll a troll gets troll digging did. and a wolf and does it, I'm I'm rage quitting this. <laughs> All right. Ha! Oh no! Wait. No, that's changing. That's changing. Changing gets gets no digging. Right. Yeah. Neither do trolls, trolls get no digging. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. All right, there we go. And coils are just basically like jerk, a little bit smaller. They're foxes instead of wolves, and they're uh, or coyotes, whatever. They're 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 assholes. Tricks All right, I'm gonna points. go. I'm gonna quickly go through the chat that that I starred, and then we'll move on to segment two because, like I said, he's already waiting for us. Okay. And we'll get him in here. And uh, I think he can hear us. So I've already been warned. If you don't give your little catchphrase when you first come in, I'm going to get beat up. <laughs> All right. What do we have uh, uh, in here? So going back quite a ways, uh, clerics and divine magic and the demands of trying to play as an intermediary of 
a divine being as a GM can cause so many problems. I don't see those problems, but uh, Greeks and Faith are the enemies of good story. I don't, I've never really run into that. You see, that, that that's the thing. The reason we haven't run into that is either because we've had specific deities that 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 the that the GM cleared before the game, or super generic mono monotheistic nonsense that you know is is so open to interpretation you basically can't do it wrong. Or I usually just played with players that wanted to follow the tenets of the gods, and you know we might have a jerk player that's always messing with somebody, like always messing with the paladin or whatever. But uh, you know that was a player issue. That wasn't uh... yeah. Yeah, I mean, if 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 you go wide, and and just just go monotheistic Judeo Christian God, you know, as as long as you're nice to people, charitable, you know, you're you're good, right? I mean, you're you're not you're fine. So I don't give bonus XP to players who do good background stories because I don't care about your background story too much, other than give me like a little paragraph about who you are. To be fair, in the past I was different. I used to like them, but now it's just like you know, give me something. Um, what I like is when something like Forbidden Lands, where you have you have like three different little things. You have your pride, you have your dark secret, and you have your relationships with the other characters. Those are just like one sentence things that tells kind of a little bit about your character, and you role play those things. And I think that's a very simplistic way of putting that together. So it's not about the background stories itself. And I know that a lot of that was clarified through the chat. I did see it. Uh, but it, but it's about because uh, you did say about how it progresses the story forward. I again, this is where Heathen Dog and I differ. I don't have a story going forward. I have world events and what you guys do on the planet create or or the area create right. the story. Now I don't give bonus XP for background. I give bonus XP for uh, playing your character and learning from your your character, learning from their mistakes. Now, I started this off uh, in the old world, old world of Darkness, yep. where I would ask you after a gaming session, write down some things that you did or, 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 or something that you learned or lessons that, 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 you, that you came across. And, you know, if, if they were in character, something your character would have learned and, 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 you, and you can use that moving forward to build on your character, then I give you an extra point, extra point, extra point, you know? That, that it shows there was, me there was always a of, limit <laughs> yeah 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 there's, there's a limit i mean you're not gonna write a book i'm not gonna give you points for the whole book but uh you know you, you you will get experience and i do it all games now you will get experience because you are playing your character as as your character you, you're and you're you're showing how your character is learning mm -hmm. and i like that in a player it makes them invested in the character yep. they want the character to do well so i reward that more than background and, and you couldn't just put on a, a, you know dumb things that like i learned my d20 hates me <laughs> yeah you can't no no it's this is in character talking to himself so yeah this is actually a good idea too bad penance yeah, and sacrifice that, does not increase the uh, chance yeah, if, if 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 you really need a miracle you know and you you whip <laughs> yourself flagellating yeah, help yeah yeah flagellating or or bleeding or you know t taking on stigmata stuff like that would increase your chance. Me personally, as a as a DM, I'd say yeah. I'd say yeah. Two more. Tweed Druids are weak compared to the one E version. I don't have one E to compare it to, but uh, you know, uh, he likes to put in the the comparison between one and two E Druids. Uh, so dru if the dru Druids Druids in one E uh, in in uh, in AD and D rather than second edition AD and D were were stronger. They they got more abilities, but again, just like this, well, he's book, he's talking were... Palladium. Oh, he's talking. Oh, he's talking. Palladium. Okay. Sorry. 
He, he's he's always t- talking about you know differences between first oh, and second edition okay. Palladium. So yeah. uh, if they're more powerful in first edition, I, it's almost intimidating. I'm, I'm a little scared. Jesus. <laughs> and finally, Druids historically, the basic expert. Hey, he was on Friday. Thank you very much for being there Friday and putting up with our nonsense. Uh, but uh, his, uh, Druids historically were just as much political figures as religious ones. I'd love to see someone do a, uh, a take on that. I, I think Palladium does it fairly well while still remembering that it is a game, uh, that yeah. it is a... But, you know, I, I do agree. And I think that's where first edition AD&D Druids shined because you had to have... I forget all the nonsense you had to have to become a Druid. But... Yeah, it was it was this giant... giant oh, no, or am uh, I thinking of the Bart? I forget now. Political hierarchy type thing with, with all Druids. It was very, very, very uh, uh, hard to advance beyond a certain level. It was it was it was a lot like uh, like Dragonlance, whereas you can only have one one hierophant druid. You can only have one. That was second edition for sure. White robes, one master of the black robes, one master of red robes. And if you had enough experience to go up to that, well, sorry, you just can't. That, that was second edition for sure. Yeah, I, I yeah. don't remember enough about first edition because I never played a druid in first edition. So there we go. I'm just going to leave the basic experts comment on there because I <laughs> forgot to remove it. Uh, go ahead, like, subscribe, and share. And of course, do, 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 is there anything else I need? Oh, I forgot to. Hey, let's do it after the fact because doing it beforehand is bad. There we go. Uh, that's who we are. <laughs> Retroactive. And look at that. We beat it. I, we stopped before 2.30. <laughs> we got it. I didn't think we were going to do it. So uh, let's let's put that. Oh, you already got rid of it. Okay. Completely yep. different. Cool. Okay. So uh, let's get segment two ready to go here. And uh, their guest is standing by there. See him? Yep. Uh, d- well, no, I don't. I oh. see a crystal ball. All right. For segment two today, we have a special guest. We have Venger Satanus. I can't tell if he's there or not. <laughs> but he'll be back, if not soon, hopefully. Uh, and uh, we're hopefully going to talk to him about the nonsense that's been happening to him, his channel, his books, his convention. We'll definitely talk about his convention. And uh, yeah, I would want to give away a chalt or two. That's right, a chalt or two. So we're going to talk about that. Of course, here's the disclaimer for everything. Segment two. Don't blame Venger for our nonsense. Don't blame me for Venger's nonsense. There we go. It's as simple as that. And uh We'll wait a minute for him to show. <laughs> the crystal ball there. We we did tell him two thirty, so you know. Yeah. We're early He's for once. One so uh, we're looking for. We're definitely looking forward to this. Avengers has been somebody that uh, we've been talk. Uh, I've been told a while to have on the show, and I've always been like, yeah. The problem with having Avenger on for me though is, first of all, there there are political differences here. Uh, number one and number two. Uh, Neither Heathen Dog nor I play Gonzo games. The closest would be uh, MCC, and we don't really play it. I just like MCC better than DCC. So oh, he's trying to get his mic to work. Okay, that's cool. Um, <laughs> he's invisible. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> yeah, they, that, there we go. That there we go. Our, somebody already did it. Bam! I will. I won't say it. I'm not going to take it away from him for when his mic starts working. Uh, but yeah, and, and the thing was, is, uh, you know, not being, you know, huge fans of Gonzo games, you know, I didn't want to say, Hey, come on let's talk about your game. What's it about? Gonzo stuff. <laughs> you know, like, oh, oh, okay. How long you been, you know, just like, and just have this uncomfortable situation, but there's something, there are other things we can talk about today that will make this, uh, 
good and one last thing i completely forgot um apparently heathen dog gets to do slides for what uh is 76 to 24 percent uh you're gonna be making a character and you get to bring back the slides yes yes we're not doing that next week, are we? We're doing no, no, no. no. Next, next week's week. gonna be world building. We're both gonna right. have a little bit of uh, reading to do to make mm-hmm. sure that we at least generically understand, you know, the history of the world. We only are doing world building from the point of the main book. I care about all the other books that are out there. We're only Stop doing it from books, the whatever, just the main book, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, no, that's there's nothing wrong with you liking Gonzo. I'm saying that neither of us do. Like, or I shouldn't say we don't like it. We just don't really run it. No, like uh, so. Oh, uh, I both. Ch- yes. So crafty, crafty can't win anything then. <laughs> As normal. Can win it. Nope. Nope. Siding against him. No, 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 no. Punishing people that already acquired things from to stop them acquiring <laughs> more things is bad. Look, he's our donator. He doesn't get to win anything. I keep saying he that. He gets to win anything that he has the right to win. Uh, in the meantime here, uh, I will put this up so that we don't have to backtrack to it. Let's uh, share the screen. Uh, let's just do it this way. Then I can swap quicker. Uh-oh. He can't get he it to work. He can't get his mic to work. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out in just a moment. Well, we're going to show off your stuff first. So we have Chalt. You can get on drive through RPG. It's only a watermark PDF here. I'm going to put that in the chat. Uh, it's still there. That's it's okay. It's a live stream. I'm <laughs> not so I'm not so stressed over it. Uh, we'll we'll get you working here in just a moment. That was just weird. I don't like that link. There we go. Z that thing. Control C. There we go. So there's Chalt. This Chalt Fusion Malaise, and I don't know why I did all that when I could have just done this, and you can see, like, all his stuff. <laughs> so, you can have all the links, but this is the only one that matters. Like all his stuff. All right, let's see if we can do a little bit of troubleshooting here real quickly in the meantime. Adventure writing like a fucking boss! Uh, cool, cool, cool. I'm surprised his star ratings are so high. Not that I think it's bad work, but you know how like everybody who's not part of the woke crowd gets like a whole ton of one stars. Yeah. He's hit under the radar for this long. All right, let's uh, let's stop sharing. Okay, uh, Venger, uh, do you have a USB mic? Because I found that uh, my my USB mic does not work with Streamyards if I put it in a USB 3.0 port. It has to be USB two or lower. Other people have had problems if they have like Discord open at the same time. Right. So close Discord. Uh, if you have a USB mic, change it to a USB two port or lower, and hopefully it'll uh, it'll do it then. Yeah. The problem with troubleshooting like this, Darthiac, is uh, is the fact that. Uh, <laughs> you know, it can be frustrating uh, for the person on the other side, uh, you know, but we're, we're cool. I just be honest with you, we're cool because I'm going to segment this out later. So whenever the microphone starts working, that's when I start the segments. <laughs> so we're all good. Uh, 
Um, he doesn't okay, uh, USB ports. All right. If if your mic is is a USB, then on your computer there are USB ports that are could be orange on the inside, blue on the inside, or white on the inside. You want to shoot for white. Well, I, I'm going to make this a little easier. Are you using the same microphone port they use for inappropriate characters? Because if that's the if that's the case, then you really shouldn't have to change anything, and we can start looking at Windows. Um, if everything's plugged up and connected the same way, then uh, that you would for in inappropriate characters. Um, Does it use StreamYards for that? It's it, it stream. If StreamYards an issue, it's not going to be the port. If it's going to be conflicting with another. Me. I, I I can use this mic on a USB two port or a three port on anything except streaming. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's just the way it is. <laughs> like that that's usually conflicting with another application. Uh from the headset retractable mic. Yeah. Oh wait. What's up? He he's unmuted. Yeah, but we can't hear him. Or can you hear he might him? Might not be talking. Oh, fair. Showing up. Oh, no, he's muted again. There was progress. Well, no, no, no. He, he, he's unmuted himself before. I've been, I've been watching no. that. Um, the other thing to do is like, let's see if I can do this. Can I share my screen? Uh, I, I don't want to share this screen because that will turn into the infinite effect. So let's do that. Uh, didn't want to open up Chrome. I don't know what, um, doesn't matter what browser you're using. So I'm going to show just my screen here. Oh no, you're going to see my icons. So here's what I have to do to get my stuff to work. Oh my God. Omanal worked at Dell. You, you made, you made a thousand dollar e-waste. Jesus. Dell was Sorry, good man. until the late nineties. Um, so Avenger, I don't know if you see something like this, but down here, you have a little sound icon. Uh, for me, I have to change to my GoXLR uh, nonsense, but you can right-click on it and open up your sound settings. And then just verify that your input is whatever microphone that uh, you're supposed to be using. Hide Pornhub. Porn <laughs> That's what I'd have to do. Yeah, why would I hide it? I'd show it off. Hide your oh, you did Dell servers. Okay, well that that's a little bit more respectable. But the the uh, Dell home PC since since Max said the late nineties has been just trash. It's because that's when they started outsourcing it. Yeah, just all it's all it's all e waste in a day. And to to be fair, again, I'm I'm in no rush right now. Um, and I, I hope hopefully Venture can get this worked out because when it comes to the segment stuff, people aren't going to see this. Uh, so so it's all good. Uh, if it if we don't get it to work today, we'll definitely schedule a test and we'll do uh, we'll do this in the future because I really want to hear what he's got to say about what's been going on with the nonsense around him. So, but we'll give him some time. Uh, but uh, what I've run into in the past is uh, if uh, stream. So you've got this. So I have chat mic here set up, right? And then if I do streamyards, I don't know if I can do this. Can I go to the streamyard settings? Yeah, you're gonna have to see it that way for a moment. Uh, settings. Yeah. Okay, you can see it. And then just make sure my audio is the same thing. And I have to have my Discord not set to this. <laughs> like
Like I cannot have Discord set to my same chat that I use or it causes problems. So again, yours is going to look differently, but I have chat six here. And then I have uh, the screen. Just stay there. And I have chat six here for Windows. If that doesn't work, then I can't directly help out because um, you shouldn't need this is for just hearing stuff. Uh, I don't think you're running anything. It doesn't sound like you'd be the type of person to run all types of crazy apps like I do. Did that work? If not, well, then we'll have a really short segment too today and we'll just prepare for next time. Be great. Um, Hey, you know, you know what's funny is uh, he sent a message in chat, and he's absolutely right. One of the things I can't stand is not testing, but nobody does it. That's the thing. Nobody tests. Anytime I talk to people about testing, no, no, it'll be fine. The one time I don't reach out and say, hey, you want to test first? <laughs> test it first. And, and it's a big thing in, in my field that I work in, because as you guys know, I work in video conferencing. I don't need to share the screen anymore. And so I really get angry when you know, when somebody like, you know, from Germany and Korea, and they're all trying to talk to each other like, it's not working right. Well, why didn't you test beforehand? Because it works every other time. No, it's technology. I always test. <laughs> One time. Uh, you know, when, when, when I did the shroom fellas thing, before we started, everyone was there 20 minutes before. And we tested audio and we tried to fix people's pictures, but some people just weren't able to do it. But all the audio was working. Uh, yes, I do have a USB mic. Uh, mine's uh, yeah, but I think you're using the same thing, the Yeti Blue, right? Yeah, Blue Yeti. Yeah, yeah, these are both USB mics. Mine's just plugged just to the front of my computer in a random USB port right in the front of my computer. Mine's plugged to the back of this ancient PC, which doesn't even wait. No, it has two USB two ports. All the rest are USB one. That's how that's old. old. That's how old this PC is. Oh, the, oh, dude! Everyone, everyone, wait. Uh, hang on, I got a private chat here. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that, that, um, that, 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 that's what he's answering. What do we got? That's, well, we see him now. Well, yeah, we can see him. <laughs> Still can't hear you, sir. He's got nothing. Yeah. Again, for for people who care, this will only stay on the members only live stream portion of it. This you know, this is not going to go out there. We're not going to make Venger look bad. <laughs> so, uh, we don't do that. Um, yeah, man, I've had things not work if you haven't updated your web browser. Yeah, well, the, that is true. That's one of the things. Actually, in my field, updating your web browser is what breaks it. Because <laughs> like, I work for the government, and the government, everything's old in the government. Um, if, eventually, uh, let me, let me uh, share my screen here again. I, want, I just want to see something real quickly. Um, share. Nope, that's not sharing. Click the right button, you moron. There we go. That's the right button. Uh, all right, so I'm going to just pop up my settings. If you pop up your settings in Discord, you should see at the bottom of the screen, the little gear icon says settings. Stream and yard. mash... StreamYard, sorry. StreamYard, thank you. And mash audio. You see that I'm talking? Do, do you have the three dots? Do you have the dots moving? When you talk, you have to talk. Ethan, oh, I'm grayed out. Can you see what he, uh, see what that is? It's uh, a little bright. I can't, I can't see it. Because if the dots are moving, 
can 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 you blow him up? Uh, yes, yes. Hold on, I just have to close my stuff. Oh, I don't want to blow him up. I like Venger. You know what I mean. <laughs> there we there go. Oh, uh, right. he, he says so microphone, yep. communications, microphone, and I don't see anything moving. If you're talking, uh, there's two microphones. Yep, that'd be okay, the same talk, thing. Talk, talk. Not seeing anything. Okay, move to another microphone. Try, try, try the so, Yeti. Try the webcam microphone. Fuck it. Oh, I was gonna say Yeti, but okay, because Yeti the would be his. Um... Talky, talky, talky. I don't see anything green moving. And yeah, and then try, okay. try the Yeti one last time. Be funny if that's what it was. Um, just make sure that whatever you have set up there is what's set up in Windows, and I can walk you through that also again. Well, you uh, it says you have a a uh, uh, mic cam. You have you have a you have a microphone on your camera. While the sound oh. will not be great, it'll be sound. Yep. If you if you remove the Yeti, um, yeah, you should yeah, come through you your webcam. The Yeti, like just unplug it. Your your microphone camera has your your your, your camera has a microphone on it. I would unplug from the back of the Yeti, but whatever, it's fine. Oh, good. So now the next thing is make sure you change your window settings. Uh, yeah, you have, to, you have to go into the window settings, bottom right hand corner, speaker I'll show icon. I'll show it. Oh, that's not what I wanted to do. I keep clicking all types of wrong buttons. Stop doing that. Share screen. Uh, oh, what screen is it? I guess it'd be that one. I can slide that off the screen. And then this button right down here. Right click on it. Oh, he's not as confused. Or if he is. We'll get it. The, the one last thing we can do now that the Yeti is unplugged is uh, we can actually just have him reboot. Then his uh, Windows should just automatically find it. But let's do this first. Um, all right, uh, now that your windows go, go ahead and and uh, do you see this icon down here uh, that I'm wiggling my mouse over? If you do, right click it. Open sound settings. And then just make sure in this input area, it says your webcam. It's funny that you know, the tester does work here. And then if you talk, even if we can't hear you, I, I would hope to see a green line move here, or you see a green line move here, because that will help troubleshooting. Because if, if it's not even picking it up here, that means Windows is, uh, for whatever reason, not uh, not picking it up. And then I would I would just suggest rebooting. And we'll, we'll wait. <laughs> yeah, the chat's like, God, I hate technology sometimes. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So thank you for everybody's patience. Uh, oh, the little webcam. Uh, it should automatically, webcam uh, microphones should automatically work unless you've set something up alternately that would stop it from working. It should just automatically pick up. Can StreamYard work? Yes, StreamYard. Um, it doesn't work well, but yes, it can work on a mobile phone. So he could actually uh, 
use a, a phone. Uh, I don't like to do that myself because it's crap. I've had to do it a couple of times with, uh, with Heathen Dog. But uh, The only virtue of a Mac is that it just works. Yeah, that that is the only virtue. Yes, you are right. Everything else, it sucks. I mean, I mean, you 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 trade off the ability to uh, alter it in any way for it just working every time. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You're right. You're right. It doesn't. Yeah. Absolutely. You're you're both right about it being a possible last resort. Uh, also, depend on if his cell phone. Boshuda. Jabba. The, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think he plugged his Yeti back in. Just make sure if you plug your Yeti back in that both StreamYard and Windows are set to your Yeti. Darthic. Yeah, I've had these problems. I, I know. And the funny thing is, is some of the dumbest crap. This is what I hate about my job sometimes. Some of the dumbest crap resolves it. Like, I keep having this problem. John, every day I have this problem and I keep calling you. You keep giving me the same answer. So did, you you <laughs> did you reboot it? Did you reboot it? Do I have to reboot it every day? Looks like. <laughs> is, is that fixing the problem every day? Yes. You know. Uh, oh, you don't know how to get. Okay, no, no, no. That, that that's fine. We'll I'll do. I'll show it again. Um, so let me share my screen. Do, 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 do. Share screen. So here's my desktop. Okay. Um, so down here you got the speaker icon. This is all of your audio. Go ahead and right click on it. You should see a pop up that looks something similar to what you see on my screen right now. I'll give a few seconds because I don't know how quickly you're looking. So. Okay, you got that? Good. Oh, let me get back up. Then open sound settings, the top option. And then input, because input is your microphone. As you can see, as I'm talking here, even if I were to mute it for you, you'd still see the green bar move. That's what you want to see. You want this input here to be whatever you're using, whether it's your Yeti or your webcam. And then you want, when you talk, you want this green bar to move. And if Oh, no, that's my bar. <laughs> look at that. Look at two cameras like, oh, his bar's moving. No, that's my bar. Uh, oh. Cannot hear you. Okay, give me a thumbs up if the green bar is moving for you. When you talk. Okay, no Believe thumbs it. up, no thumbs down. The other thing you can do is mash the troubleshoot button, even though it's Microsoft. <laughs> I hope that works out for you. Uh, yeah, we're here to help, but that that uh, it's not helpful. Yeah. And uh, trying to think if there's anything else. Like I said, driver conflict, but I don't want to mess with that. The thing is, is he does inappropriate characters. And I don't want to mess with this setting that could affect inappropriate characters. I don't know when the next stream for that is. Um, so theoretically, this should work. The, the only other thing that I've got without getting invasive on the computer is to try to reboot. Just go ahead and do a reboot. Uh, leave all your settings as they are now and reboot. And uh, hopefully it comes up right. And we'll we can stand by for that. If that doesn't work, we'll absolutely reschedule. 
and uh and we'll we'll get it working i don't want to waste all of your time either there avenger so hey bloodworth yeah we're we're trying to get uh trying to get avenger's audio working for whatever reason his microphone hates him right now i think it's just normal people don't want to talk to us he's like it's my microphone I can see the frustration level rising. Yeah, and and that's why that's why I don't want to I don't want to drag this out. I, I I'm that's the last thing I want to do is frustrate him. Uh, okay, he's he said he's gonna try a restart. That's that's good. That's good. And if you don't change any settings theoretically, yes, that has fixed issues with me. Heathen Dog knows how many times that's happened a couple times on stream where it's like yeah. reboot just magically fixed everything. Yeah. I hate that answer. Oh, but... Except for when your camera was turning colors. Her... That was a USB port issue. Purple or green. <laughs> Believe it or not, that was a USB port issue. Yeah. And again, for the people who are just who just joined in, um, this isn't. I'm not going to broadcast any of this when it comes to the final. If he comes back in, it's working. We're just going to start the segment over. So no harm, no foul. If it doesn't work, we will reschedule for another time uh, where Heathen Dog or I actually have a moment to test with them and we'll get it fixed out. <laughs> My wife. My wife is like, all he needs is a uh, paper and pen. <laughs> I hate technology. <laughs> he just does no, flip actually, He just no. Writes no, on a the, piece of vendor, paper. Keeps... Vendor, no, wait. Yeah, if you have a whiteboard, just answer all the questions in a whiteboard <laughs> and hold it up to the camera. I think he already disconnected because he's frozen. Oh, dang it! No, he's just really still. Oh no, he ran. No, he's no, I, really I did that. Out. Yep. Now he's now he poofed out. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they just need to restart. Uh, improper blood sacrifices <laughs> hey, but uh i i do hope you all in chat uh it just uh, first of all we should thank venger for actually just you know for being here and two um you know for trying to work through the problems i know some people in my field that need to talk professionally right now would have been like screw it, i'm going to the phone bah, you know hate this crap um you forgot to turn your camera on <laughs> you know you know things like that so <laughs> Billy Rubin. Oh, I missed that. I hope he comes in here and says it right away. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Let's see. I, I'm not I have no backup prepared for segment two. So if it this doesn't work, we'll just uh we'll go straight to segment three and call it a day. Yeah. Might be a short stream. I'm good with that. I have to get up uh, uh, for work early tomorrow. Anything? Uh, see what else of interest? See, we don't have. We need like Jeopardy. I need your kazoo music. <laughs> I don't think I have it. I think it's all Gartha. Oh, uh, for for the when you were angry uh, when you did your stream games, that was Gartha. I thought that was you. Oh no! Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I had I had the rage, the the, the rage picture. I mean, it's not it's not on this pc though oh okay just change the background to technical difficulties when that's going on and just leave it up <laughs> uh well hey tell us about gunfire reborn yesterday you guys uh got oh, through yeah. what three bosses or something or three well, we, stages we got or... up to the third boss again and he we did better but he still beat us but here's the thing 
The first time we got to the third level boss, it took two hours and 20 minutes. This time we got to the third level boss, it only took us an hour and 40 minutes. So we're generally getting better. We're getting better at pretty much everything. Speed, accuracy, tactics, keeping each other's back, you know, all that stuff. You know, we're, we're, we're actually getting good. I, in fact, I would consider us no longer scrubs, which is saying something. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, so he said, talk about the, uh, the Wizards movie. I'll talk, we, I, there's a video out there on our channel where I cover the Wizards role-playing game. Um, so uh, I think I did it in one episode, so it, does, it isn't like a deep dive. But uh, we went through this in one of the earlier episodes, if I remember correctly, uh, segment ones. Or sacred hearts and prayers. Yeah, Mar Hockman remembers the incoherent rage moment. No, I Patrick Barnes, I actually have to show up because um, there's a bunch of testing going on tomorrow. So, yeah. Uh, let's see if I can find it. I'll see if I can find the uh, the video. Wizards. There it is, right there. I even made a short of it. That's funny. Tails. I will put the link to the Wizards video in chat right now. There you is from 28 February, 2021. Did it a year ago. Wow. Oh, CBK has a question. Forbidden lands question. That's for you. Uh, not that, not that I can think of off the top of my head. <laughs> Forbidden lands is pretty deadly. You don't need to worry about that. The problem is, is that uh, wizards get their, uh, wizard sorcerers, whatever they, they get their power by through willpower. So you have to have a willpower point. The only way you can get a willpower point is fudge or is uh, screwing up a roll and taking damage. So if you know the uh, Forbidden Land system, um, anytime uh, you, you know the whole, uh, some of you may or may not know. Anytime in your zero engine, when you roll for success, uh, roll dice for success, you try to get successes, right? Right. If you don't get any, or if you don't get enough, or or whatever it is you're trying to do, you can do what's called pushing your roll. However, you push your roll, those ones come back to haunt you. And it usually is damage to an attribute or an item, depending on which die it happens on. There are base dice, gear dice, uh, base dice, skill dice, and gear dice. If a one happens on a base die or a gear die, one and three, uh, you uh, uh, you take damage to that particular thing. Either and, attribute or item. Right, and if it's attribute damage, you get a willpower point. And a willpower point... <laughs> fuels your magic so yes you basically have to uh you have to be a masochist in order to be a spellcaster so wait all all wizards have a knife and they just cut themselves to start their well, spell no it's not damage points like that it's you have to get a will you have to get a willpower point and the way you get willpower points uh there's a couple different ways i don't remember what they all are off the top of my head but uh, one of them the, the most notable way is by pushing your roll and suffering that injury so Started for Midlands campaign. That's awesome. 
I, I haven't, uh, I've got to dive into the Forbidden Lands books a little more. They're uh, of the newer type of games. Those are, uh, so they're all cutters. Yes, Baldahar, they're all cutters. Of the newer type of games, uh, what was I, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, they're one of our higher viewed uh, videos. So I get a lot of hate on my, <laughs> my video too. That's the one where recently we've been like, oh, you're getting too political. Whatever. But Evs. Let me um, jump to Twitter here real quickly because that's how he and I have been communicating. I just want to make sure he didn't give up or if he did give up that I know. Video froze on Twitch. Uh-oh. Maybe it's just yours. So oh, no. Yep. Well, good. Finally, Twitch canceled me. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I heard, was that you? Yeah, I'm watching on oh. Twitch. I'm watching an ad right now because, you know, I'm not logged in. Because of two-factor authentication nonsense, this computer's not authorized. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, they oh. make me do that. Um, okay. uh, da, 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 da. Let's see, did you back the Forbidden Kickstarter piece here? I can't remember. I honestly don't remember. I don't think so. I kind of stopped backing Kickstarters about before I left Germany. Nope, and. You need a stream from a hot tub to be on Twitch. No, to, to make money on Twitch. You can be on Twitch and not be in a hot tub. And be hot and have boobs. Okay, hold on. I got one of the three. Boobs. <laughs> I identify as a pregnant woman who never gave birth. <laughs> you're supposed to say no that's not true no you can identify all you want uh i'll i'll keep kicking you till i find your womb <laughs> <laughs> tell me when i hit it i'll stop <laughs> i was watching a video earlier today just uh it's a reaction video of somebody and this lady was driving me fucking crazy because she is like so you don't want to ask a woman when they're pregnant. Okay, I know this they them thing is gone to the the you know out there all craziness, but I don't want to ask a woman why why they're pre or if they're pregnant. Wouldn't no, that be she, if she's pregnant? She, she. <laughs> the, like men men can't get pregnant, so it has to be a she. I don't identify as a she. Do you identify as pregnant? Yes. Then you're a she. It doesn't matter what you identify. I identify as a book. It doesn't change the fact that. Yeah. If, if you take all the feathers off a duck, it's still a duck. It has a different qualifier, a fucked up duck, but still a duck. You don't have here. I'll take off my shirt for you, Baldur. <laughs> don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> Jim have an OnlyFans channel. No, no. Uh, um, just uh, I just want to say it again. In case Venger is watching and he's having troubles, um, I have Twitter open. If you want to send me a DM there uh, to say you're trying or you want to call it or whatever, I'll stand by. I'll stand by for 15, 20 more minutes. I don't. I don't care. Um, take my money. Thank you, Baldahar. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your quarter. You know, that's worth like four cents now, right? 
Well, he's in New York. It's worth one cent. Actually, I don't know yeah. where he is anymore. Is he still in New York? No, oh, oh, here we go. go. I got a boop. Got a boop. Let's hear it. Hello? Oh, yeah, we can we... hear you. It's a little muffled, kind of, kind but it's muffled. sound. That's because I'm using my motherfucking cell phone. <laughs> still restarting. It's still, oh, wow. I mean, it's it's restarted, but I tried to put it on Twitter because that's where you sent me the link. Mm-hmm. It's still thinking about it. I was just. Huh, there might be bigger issues there. Well, hopefully you get them resolved before the next inappropriate characters. Yeah, the computer's like six or seven years old. Mine's a... Mine's just that, you know, I I stay away from the shady porn sites. I'm not saying you (laughs) did it. I'm just saying that's usually what happens. (laughs) That's why I have my cell phone, but my cell phone still works. All right, so here's here's what I here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna restart segment two, all right? And then of course you gotta do your catchphrase as soon as we come out of that. Otherwise, I'm gonna get beat up. Okay. And I don't want to get beat up. By the way, I had no. I was like, "How is that even going to work?" My cell phone. What? Okay. Anyway, yeah. Shoot. Okay. Let me get this back up. Oh, that's not the right one. No. There we go. All right. For segment two today, we have the one, the only, Avenger Satanus, and uh, he's going to join us today, and he's going to talk to us about shenanigans that's happening in his life with regard to tabletop gaming, his VengerCon. And, uh, of course, he's going to talk to us about the two games you see on there, Chalt and Chalt Fuchsia Malaise. So, everybody, welcome, Venger Satanus. Surprise, motherfucker! Yes, demonetized! Thank you! <laughs> right <laughs> off the bat. I love it. That's what segment two is about. But in case you're scared of segment two, everybody, remember all his opinions, comments belong to the individual speaker, hyperbole, satire, stereotypes. We love them. He, him, and his are actual pronouns, and this content is not made for anyone. All right, now we can move on. So, uh, so, 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 Venger, I've, I've, I've got to ask one thing real quickly before we get started here. Yeah. Is uh, so you're from Cheeseland, right? Wisconsin, yes. Yes. All right. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to dox you and you know try to say where you about. So, so I'm a, so I, I'm originally from the Minnesota. Okay. So uh, yeah, uh, I actually, and he's from, yeah, he's from he's a Michiganian. So we got we got the North Carolina, we got the Uper going on here, but none of us have the Uper accent anymore, and I don't like that. I want to because I live in Alabama now, and I, I love doing it to these people down here. But uh, y'all gonna oh yeah yeah sure we're gonna go over here and we're gonna go talk about the things yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do that like every stream now, but uh, so uh, how? How and again, I want to do this without doxing. Uh, um, how close are you to? Um, it's kind of interesting because it'll segue into one of the things we need to talk about into the museum. Oh, Lake Geneva. Yeah, not too far. Um, okay. Probably just under an hour and a half drive. Okay. So yes. it's almost the same as like Milwaukee for me. I got you. Yeah, I'm right on the border. Actually, I lived on the border of Wisconsin growing up, so uh, I, on the Minnesota side. So I don't know if you ever heard of a little town. It's a Highway 94, a little town called Stillwater. That's where I was born and raised. Two prisons. Oh, well, yeah, I think I've heard of Stillwater. I think so. Uh, yep, not there now, so I'm not doxing anybody. Ha! So anyway, <laughs> and uh, old heathen dog over here doesn't live there anymore, but uh, he's from Palladium Land. Yep, I was, I was born and raised in Westland, Michigan. Oh, okay. Where cool. Palladium headquarters is. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. All right. So, um, one of the things that I want to get clear to everybody here, because I know this, this video is going to get either a lot of hate or a lot of love. Please. The love, um, is, uh, this is not going to be a legal rundown. We're not asking venture for, you know, to, uh, to give us the facts and nothing but the facts, but you know, it's just kind of give us a little quick history based on his perspective. 
What's that? Do you want a sperm sample? Uh, rather not. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Um, you can mail that to Noro. Have... Might. <laughs> hey Noro, you want? Oh, never mind. Uh... <laughs> don't ask your wife for another man's sperm. No, don't do it. Don't put it in a can of worms that you don't want to see inside of. She might say yes. I'm scared. Uh, anyway, uh, so no, but this isn't like a, a a legal thing that we're talking about here. So this is from Venger's perspective, and also from our perspective of what we've seen through the various videos and nonsense that we've seen. So I, I would like for you to just kind of tell us uh, a little bit of what's going on with TSRCon uh, and the whole fiasco behind that, and then segue into your book burning. I mean, burning your books. Okay. Okay, um, yeah, I'll just give everybody the rundown because a lot of people probably don't know the whole story and I won't go into a lot of detail. And then if you guys wanna ask a follow-up question or someone in the chat, that's cool. Um, so originally I was going to attend and run games at GaryCon, which is just coming up at the end of this month. But uh, I went to GameholeCon back in October that just sounds dirty. I know, I know. It, yeah. it's like Especially when it's going to It's like a bar and, called the uh, manhole. So you know, like, come on. I did Game Hole Con while wearing a mask most of the time. And it was literally a nightmarish experience um, trying to run games uh, with me as the game master and the players masks the whole time wait, wait wait they even make the game masters wear them while talk how does it stay on Ooh. mine never stays on while talking i mean i don't know i mean if you wear it like i don't know what individuals do or what different tables i don't i mean sometimes if you have like it right here or right here i mean i don't know then i don't know if it was a rule or something but just normally if you're eating or drinking the, the mask Nazis don't like come at you and be like, Hey, so by the, by like the third game that I ran at the convention, I kind of had like a banana or a bottle of water or like a nutrition bar or something like that, like at the ready. I'm eating. <laughs> yeah. So I would like literally like hold like a bottle of water, like near my face. So I could, so I could run at least half the game unmasked because we're in a big room with other people. They're also gaming. They're also masked. And you think like, Oh, maybe that would muffle the sound, but no, everybody had to speak up because they were wearing masks. And so it just got louder and louder. It was, it was almost untenable. Um, and so by the last game or two, I was pretty much, you know, I was just holding this bottle of water, like, like about to take a sip, like the whole, like for four hours, <laughs> just so I wouldn't have to wear a mask because it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so anyway, long story short, uh, Gary Khan said like four months ago that yeah, they were they were gonna enforce masks the entire time. So I said to myself, not again. Never again. I'm never gonna put myself through that. I'm never gonna go to a convention where we have to wear masks the whole time. Especially if I'm vaccinated or other people are vaccinated. It's just to me, it's just fucking stupid. Um, and so TSRCon obviously was going on the exact same weekend and I already had my hotel room booked and really wanted to run games. 
And so I knew there was a whole bunch of drama and some weird shady stuff going on. I kind of took a blind eye because I'm like, maybe some of it's correct, but maybe there's two stories, two sides to the story. Who knows? Uh, that's the tank car versus Justin Lanasa stuff? Yeah. Okay, and yeah. So I'm just I don't like, pay attention you know, to it either. I'm going to try to stay out of the drama, stay out of the middle of it. I'm just going to run games and maybe shake a few hands, look around the, the museum or the hobby shop or wherever it is, and do my business and then get out of there and, you know, live my life. That's funny because I think I know somewhere where, where somebody talks about that. Um, I think that might have something to do with, uh, Oh, <laughs> Oh yeah. Entertainment over activism. Yeah. Like, weird. Well, like, hang on, think, hang on. Bring that. A great bring way that to, down. a great right, way to hang put on. The, the whole mask thing. All right. Oh God, are we going to don't we're, go going to get into a thing now? <sighs> Sorry. It's going to happen. Okay. All right. Uh, un, unlike Max, I'm, I'm much more moderate, maybe even a little left in my, mm -hmm. in my socio-political views, but like, like a 1950s Republican, I hate government overreach. I hate it. Mm -hmm. So uh, sweeping mask mandates, for all places, because the government says so, F you. But if you're a business owner, if you're a homeowner, or or if, if you're running a convention and you want people on your property to wear masks, that's your right. You own that. You know, if, if hey, yeah. you know what? Someone walks in, if, if I own a shop, someone walks in, hey, wear a mask. I don't want to. Get out. You're in my house now. Get out. I totally understand that. Yeah. So, hey, you know what? You you can you can be you can be mad that you can't play games, but if if you, if you're mad at the people who run the thing and 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 wanna and want everyone to wear a mask, well, you're wrong. You're, you're mad at the wrong thing. I, I, I disagree with it because I think those are public venues. I understand that. No, nope, nope, technically... they have to lease that. They they have to pay money to 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 have ownership of that for a time. They they are they are uh, nah. they they have to pay the insurance. They have to they have to make money on that event, and if there's a if there's a an outbreak that someone's meemaw dies be, because of trace back to their event, they could get in trouble, or at the very least, you know, supporters won't come back, so they'll lose money. I get it; it's a business; it's got to make money. You don't want bad press, you don't want all that stuff. That's understandable. Now, what's also understandable is not wanting to role play while wearing a mask because it's hard yeah. to understand; it's hard to do that. I get it. I completely understand that. That's why online has taken off. Max won't won't touch it because it's it's like kryptonite for his for his role playing style. <laughs> but I've done it. It's been okay. Not as not as good as actual in in face role playing. I get that too. Yeah. But uh, if you're just mad about the about the mask, eh, eh. But I, mean, I have well, a feeling you're going to get into some other stuff right now. I mean, I was disappointed that, that um, with their decision, just because it affected my personal plans, and that just means that I was going to opt out, and that so it just sucks because I'm yeah. I would like to go to Gary Con, I would like to support it, I would like to be there and run games, and talk to people and and do that stuff, mm -hmm. and I can't. Well, I, I mean, I choose not to. So you know, I'm not mad at anybody. I'm just kind of I'm just kind of bummed out. Um, so I tried to, you know, fix it by running games at TSRCon. 
<laughs> and then um, not too like two weeks ago, um, I was on Facebook and I was looking and a whole bunch of comments were right below um, something that I had posted on the 10 cars tavern Facebook group. And so I looked to see what it is and I have like five to seven different posts that I made with a comment directly under it from the same guy, same copy and pasted thing, doxing 10 car. I'm like, what is this shit? And so I find out later from several people all pointing the finger. They don't know for sure, but they're like strong, strongly suspecting that this Justin Lanasa guy is behind it. And I'm like, well, for that sure, maybe. And I've seen Justin Lanasa, you know, get into it uh, with the things that Ten Car has posted on his own website. His own Tenkar, uh, Justin Lanasa, I didn't even know who he was. Uh, he, he came into one of my streams one time uh, mm. as the Dungeon Museum guy or whatever. Yeah. And came on here and started to chew me out. And if you've ever seen my streams, which I'm not saying you should have, but if you've ever seen my streams, you know I don't take that too well when somebody comes on and starts uh, yelling at me about things I should or should not say. But he, he tried to cuss me out for saying TTRPG, and I had to tell him to go F himself. So, And then somebody's like, you know who's Justin Lanas? I'm like, I've heard that name before. And then, of course, now, now I understand more of who he was. I'm like, I don't care. Don't come here and tell me what fucking words I can say. Yeah. Um, and so I, I asked him point blank, on Facebook, um, was that you that was doxing Tenkar on his own Facebook page or uh, his own, you know, his own Facebook group? If it is, that's really not cool. Like, I don't know why you would do that because you're not hurting him. You're only damaging yourself and your own reputation. And I mean, I kind of didn't even want to know. I think I said that. I'm like, if you did, like, I'm not trying to like play detective here. Like, if you did. That was stupid and don't do that. And if there's drama, I don't want to be in the middle of it. I just want to play, run my games at your convention, and that's it. I don't want to like be a tool between you and Ten Car, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so at first he was just like, "Oh yeah, it's fine. Um, that wasn't me, and uh, it's cool, whatever. Yeah, you can run your games, and there's not gonna be any drama." And then like 24 hours later, he messages me back through Facebook, which is the medium through which we were communicating. And he says, oh yeah, I reread what you posted yesterday and now I'm kind of bothered by it. And I don't think you're a good fit for TSR con right now, maybe next year. And by <laughs> what does a year, what does a year difference make? Yeah. Yeah. What, what is the yeah. year going to make? I mean, what, what, what's the bad fit? Did, did he actually that, say like the reason or just do something stupid like bad fit. Just the yeah, he, it was like a girl at a dance when you go up to her, you're like, "Hey, do you want to dance?" Just like now, now, maybe later. Uh, I have no, I have no experience with that at all. Like, yeah, that's just fuck off. Um, <laughs> so, I just watched Tiana and the uh, the Princess and the Frog, the Disney one, with my kids because they listen to it in the car. So. That's what made me think of that example. Um, anyway, I was just like, because by this time I'd kind of had enough. I'm like, this is way too much drama than I signed up for. I'm like, you know what? Cool. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, maybe next year. And then, uh, and then I posted on my blog, like, uh, listen to listen what this asshole said. Um, 
And yeah, I'm done with TSR Con. I'm done with TSR. I don't need that drama. Fuck that shit. It seems um, like every time TSR falls out of the news, something stupid brings them back in. Yeah. Like, like who who's who's running the show who's over there? The PR department in that. I mean, the the whole like all press is good press is not real anymore. Right. I got, I got mean, a bunch of hate when I said that new TSR is Thacko the clown. Yeah. Oh my god. So so from that, that kind of transitioned into just a few days ago with the even more recent drama. Uh, I found out through Facebook again that uh, Misty Mountain Games in Madison, Wisconsin, um, doesn't want me to doesn't want Chalt on their shelves. Uh, so they destroyed them apparently. Dude, wasn't and that tweet or that Facebook post order from back in 2020? Did I see that wrong? Yeah, I thought when I looked at too, because okay, so apparently they wrote that on their page uh, back in the middle of the pandemic, and I wasn't about to go out to a game store anyway. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, why keep tabs on them or talk to them since you know I wasn't going to go to their store? And oh well, this relates to the the conventions because since I wasn't going to GaryCon. And I wasn't going to TSR Con. I talked with my wife and I asked, like, would you mind if I ran some games on like like two or three Saturdays in March? And she's like, yeah, fine. Uh, and I've had good luck with running games at Misty Mountain Games prior to the pandemic. So I thought, oh, okay, well, I'll just touch base with them and see if that's okay. Maybe they have an event that day and it's not going to work out. I'm just going to like, you know, as a common courtesy, just ask like, Hey, is it cool if I run these games on this day at this time? And then they come back to me and they're like, yeah, you and Schultz aren't like family friendly or inclusive enough. So we don't want you doing that or coming around here or running your game. So how how is a game not inclusive? The family friendly thing aside, you know, uh, again, look, I'm going to tell everybody out there and I don't care, especially religious people who like to get mad about nonsense like this. If you're more offended by boobs than you are of blood, you got a fucking mental problem. Okay, Uh, that that's the first thing. Uh, Second thing. uh, Yeah, I I haven't actually paged through your book, but somebody did page through it. And yeah, there's some risque pictures in there, but I didn't see anything. Oh, no, you could see the ass cheeks. Have you seen AD&D second edition? That chick that's on this on the ground summoning something Uh, like I I forget exactly who, who did that. That's pretty risque as well. Believe me, as a 14 year old, that was a fun picture. Uh, (laughs) It was a strong spell. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, you know. So, I mean, I, I again, I haven't paged through everything in there. And then, Lamentations of the Flame Princess doesn't it have some of the same kind of crazy in it as well? Uh, right. From from what I understand, and Call of Cthulhu and so Thirst what was it specifically that was not family friendly? Would be my first question. If you even okay. got that. Well, interestingly, someone that I'm friends with on Facebook, I guess, called them. And they said something about um, I took one or two humorous jabs about feminism in Chalt. <laughs> I'm screwed. I won't, I won't be on any bookshelf now. Yeah, and that triggered them. Uh, but then after that, someone else dug up that screenshot from 2020 when they said that about Chalt and about me um, and all relating back to like 
Black Lives Matter and me critiquing them back in 2020 when they, along with Antifa, were trying to burn American cities to the ground, you know, murder, arson, looting, uh, billions of dollars of property damage, you know, businesses, you know, up in flames, literally. The mostly peaceful protests. Um, and since I was critical of that, this, you know, openly Marxist anti-family organization, because they're literally trying to, as Marxists do, dismantle the American nuclear family. Uh, so since I was critical of them in 2020, that that made them look closer at Chalt and then realize that that was Chalt right. As they uh, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, little wordplay there. But yeah. I, again, I haven't read yours now. I haven't read this other one either, although other people have come back to me and talked about it. But it, you don't have anything in there crazy, like, say, like my Farag does, do you? No. no. So, then, so again, so how is the game? I, I, of course, we know this is about you, not the game. But they're saying it's the game. What is it about the game that's not family friendly? What is it about the game that's not inclusive? Because I know I'm going to get the same thing when I finally do finish my book. Uh, because uh, you watch any of my past videos, I'm screaming about all types of nonsense, right? But I'm a technical writer. I'm writing my book gender neutral. So you're not going to be able to find any of that nonsense, except for I also know how to do it without the, the modern proclivities of having to say they all over the place because I actually learned how to freaking write. Um, you know, so so I, I can't wait to see what, the, what your game's that family friendly. Why? What about my game isn't family friendly? I don't say anything about any person. Uh, I barely go into the races because I'm doing that intentionally because I want game masters to to have that for their own worlds. And the rules are innocuous. When a character does this, this happens. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you put a plus two in the wrong spot, you oh. are literally being racist. I forgot about that. And a bigot. Ethan <laughs> Doug. <laughs> These are the same people that equate black people with orcs. I know that's racist. Yeah, I don't understand that. I still—it's been years. I still can't wrap my more formidable brain than theirs around yeah. the idea that for some reason orcs are synonymous with black people. When you use it, and I follow that up with the same terms that people say. Well, you're saying thuggish and violent, and brutish, and those are the same words used for black people no. and Vikings. Yeah, they're yeah. no, no, they're they're. They're 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 a descriptor of one's actions or or demeanor. Right. And the S. Are you saying that all black people are thugs? Did you just say that to me? No, I think you did. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's, it's it's yeah. It's literally clown world. Um, where the the anti-racists are racist. Oh, what, 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 was it? Who was it that said that? I used to know the author's name. Oh, I forget the forget the author's name, but he said that he said that being anti-racist means you have to be racist against white guys, and it's the only way. I, I God, yeah. I, I anyway. That's 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 enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, not not inclusive enough. What is not your your game is isn't inclusive. I think I think that was me poking a little bit of fun at feminism. I guess. And it, you would expect from from that that maybe I'd be this hand handed ham handed like like feminism is terrible or something like no I made this this city um, like a matriarchy uh, where it was all you know feminism and, and girl power and as you would probably expect 
uh, you know, the men are treated as slaves. Uh, sometimes they're castrated. Um, sometimes they're used as like, you know, livestock or as, you know, procreation. Um, and so I kind of treated it like realistic. Like yeah, <laughs> you, you treated it like it was a bad thing because you know why? Yeah. It's a bad thing. And I named the city Gillette uh, after the uh, the woke. Okay, community. well, yeah, we're 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 getting into the more obvious territory now. All right. <laughs> so, oh, you spelled it different. Oh, goody. Uh, hold on, hold on. I got to do it right. Not cool, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So they're destroying these books. So yeah. But just before the pandemic. I went to a bunch of different game stores around me and uh, I sold them like two or three books each. Um, and then, they, so they would pay, they paid me like $30 per book and then they could sell it for 60. And, um, and then, yeah, I found out like later that they all saw whatever I was saying about black lives matter. And then they all and talked to each other. Me. And decided to either remove my book or destroy it. I don't know if they burned yeah, it. That was the it. part that actually angered me. Like, okay, you can carry whatever you want, your business, I get it. But we are going to destroy all copies we have remaining? Really? That's, That's just douchebaggery. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what what else are you going to do with them? I mean, to, to, to be fair, I mean, it, you, you, you probably wouldn't give them a refund if they brought the books back, right? Um, If they were in like good as new condition and they came to me like friendly and not like a total asshat i would at least consider it i would at yeah. least consider getting a refund um and taking oh, the yeah. books back um but yeah if they came at me like yeah this this shit sucks bro and uh you're terrible and oh can we get some money for this <laughs> then I'd probably be like, no, screw you. No. Yeah. So, so uh, and, and anything they do besides selling these books is throwing away money. Cause they yeah. already paid you. You already got your money. It's a moral stance. Get, get woke, go broke. Moral stance. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're, you're, you're running a business, not, not, not a social charity. If, if you want to burn your own money, burn your own money. You already paid me. So fuck them. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we got paid. So. I'm, I'm going to ask this question. Most of them I'm, I'm starring and waiting until later, but uh, this is just, uh, they destroyed signed and numbered hardcovers. Uh, yeah. Yes. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I've got nothing because I got nothing. The things right. that I want to say are, are uh, even outside the scope of, <laughs> This. Yeah. Uh, so so we got we got so we had the yeah the TSR con issues. Obviously, you found the stuff about Misty Mountain Games. So let let's see if if there's anything else you want to throw in there, go ahead and do it. But let's segue into it. Tell us how awesome VentureCon is going to be, and when it so, is. Super so awesome. it'll be awesome. <laughs> um, it's it's not going to look like a normal convention. Um, there's not going to be like a massive dealer hall. There's not going to be like a separate room for like. I don't know, card games and board games and computer games. Or whatever. Cosplay. Got to have the cosplay. Yeah. If, if, How do they want to dress in law business? Clad, uh, I'm not going to like avert my eyes. Um, 
but that's not really <laughs> what AvengerCon is for. It's AvengerCon is exclusively old school OSR and traditional role playing games. Um, it's just going to be three days of of gaming, and going to start the days off with an hour of like uh, sort of like a workshop, like discussion panel sort of thing, and then the rest of the twelve hours is just going to be just gaming. Okay. So it's what is one day? No, it's three days. Uh, okay. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Got it. Okay. And it's limited to hundred people for attendance. Um, it's a hundred bucks for a weekend ticket. And what else? It's in Madison, Wisconsin in July. Uh, I think the 22nd, 23rd and 24th of July. Um, it's going to be a great time um, because we're just going to focus on gaming and. How, how many tickets do you have left available? I, I may have to uh, send a heathen dog on a road trip. <laughs> uh, I've sold 15 so far. Okay. So there's 80, 85 left. And I got these right. people trolling me all the time <laughs> on Facebook, on Twitter, like, oh my, uh, up until like yesterday, it was 14. So they're like, oh, you only have 14 sold? Like, Vendricon is for losers or something. I don't know. I got these people coming out of the woodwork to troll me. How many people Gen Con have that just pay at the door the day that they want to be there and not beforehand? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. other than the VIPs or whatever they call it, Gen Con, yeah, it sells well, but that's also been around since forever. And yeah. uh, go look at those per first pictures of Gary and them in Lake Geneva. I did one in Lake Geneva when I was a kid. Uh, a few of us from uh, school went, and it was not impressive at all. Yeah, I mean, I I went to Gen Con in when I was in Milwaukee in like the late '80s and early '90s. Uh, had a great time. Um, I uh, I have pictures of like Disney World from when I was a kid, and my parents took me. And you know, there'd be me and like five other people in the background, and then you get the castle, and like mm -hmm. in Mao, it's just like wall to wall people. So yeah, when things first start out um it takes a while to get going so as long as i can get like 40 people uh i'll break even on on the, the costs and the space like the hotel the rooms that i've reserved um you know if i can get closer to 75 people awesome if i can get to 100 that's great too but um you know i just want a cool time and space and people to play with uh, for a whole weekend, that's all I want. So, how, how, many, how many games do you plan on running there, or do you just kind of want to do one and then play the rest of the time? Uh, no, I'm probably uh, probably a lot. Uh, it could be as much as like um, eight. Wait, eight hours? Wow, uh, I could I could do eight hours a day. So I can be running, I can be running a lot of stuff. I don't want to run like the entire time, like 12 hours, but um, I, yeah, I'm going to be running a lot of stuff there. Uh, mostly Chalt. And um, but I'll be playing a little bit too. Um, and the people that have signed up to run games, there's going to be, you know, a uh, basic expert. There's going to be a D and D there's going to be call of Cthulhu. Someone wants to do like a gangbusters uh, game, you know, the whole, the whole gamut. Someone talked about like Traveler, stuff like that. 
So, if where, where do where do people go to get tickets, or do, uh, how how do they how do they get to so become part of this? I use uh, what is it tabletopevents.com, and then I use Vendricon. Um, yeah, if you just Google Vendricon, I think you'll you'll I'm find do that right now, so I can get it on the screen for everybody. Yeah, we'll get you to fifteen and a half. Uh, yeah. That would be great. <laughs> but yeah, if he, if anybody just wants like three days of just solid old school gaming, then yeah, Vendricon will be for you. Uh, there's going to be, you know, no masks uh, and there's not going to be any kind yeah. of like woke grandstanding and, and social justice nonsense throughout. Uh, you know, you're not going to be pushed with X cards or, you know, pronouns on your little badge or whatever it's <laughs> it's just gonna be a normal like i don't know 20 of gaming convention yeah okay so uh, now here's the big question uh-oh. no mask mandate but if someone wears a mask because they want to will they be pitchforked <laughs> <laughs> if someone wants to wear a mask that's totally cool that's on them all right good see you're you're, you're already twice as good as the other people because <laughs> yeah. because i'm all about choice um yeah if you want to wear a mask great do it uh, if you don't want to then cool there we go. Now I have the link to Vendricon. I, I put it in there too, but we got lots oh. of questions. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I've started a bunch. Uh, okay, okay. Let's let's go back. I'm uh, going back to the beginning of the conversation. Hopefully, you're not like me and you actually remember what you said at the beginning of a stream. Uh, but, uh, so Longshot says, uh, "Oh, Heath and I was raised in South of Michigan. Lived in Westland for several years. Remember driving past Playm headquarters and seeing." In- the alien through the window. Yep. I keep telling that uh, Heathen Dog needs to go to the Palladium convention, but that's like next month or something now, isn't it? I don't. I I forget. Or is I it? Or is it tickets next uh, month and then it goes on? I don't know. But uh, yeah, I want him to go yeah. there and harass Kevin. Get Kevin on the show too. I don't know if Kevin <laughs> likes us. Yeah, I, I grew up. Uh, I grew up near the corner of uh, Cherry Hill and Wayne Road. Ducks. Oh wait, doesn't live there anymore. We did have masks as a medical mask or a stupid giant lens bullshit. Oh. Crafty, go away. <laughs> uh, oh, God, giant lens. I still haven't lit mine on fire yet because I just don't like lighting things on fire that I pay for. Because I was going to do that. Heathen Dog and I had it all talked out. I was going to make a little burn pit in my backyard. And I'm so angry with that game and everybody and everything involved with it that I was going to light it on fire. But you know what? When you spend money on something, even something you hate, I just can't bear the idea of lighting it on fire. Which is why somebody burning your books has got, uh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, my books are actually awesome. I mean, I have no idea what Giant Lands is like, but I assume it's not. No, stay away. Keep that ignorance. You're innocent. You're still innocent. <laughs> but but Charlton. Pretty fucking cool. So and I don't. We're gonna get into Charles as soon as we get through these questions. Most definitely, talking uh, mass large groups. F- yeah, I, I have to do that in conference rooms all the time. It's annoying. When I was doing my brief, this is how I know that masks always slide down. I had to give a briefing not last week but the week before with regard to video conferencing, et cetera, et cetera. And everybody's wearing the mask. I was like, God dang it, put it back on. Stupid working for federal government. No mass mandate at VengerCon. There we go. See, that was already answered for us. I even clicked it. Uh, let's see. 
You can role play while wearing masks. Come on, stop with the giant lance. Stop with the giant lance crap. Come on. It's all crafty too. Uh, <laughs> uh, why do difficult time? Oh, yeah. So here we go. Why do we have a difficult time telling Avenger apart from Anton Sander Levey? I don't know. Why do we have a <laughs> difficult? He's Avenger is stealing brand recognition. That's what it is. <laughs> so Levey's the same guy. Well, Levey oh, died. And turned oh, into Avenger. Where's my tinfoil? Where's my tinfoil? Oh. See, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no. see. And here's weird guy once again with Giant Lands. See, Giant Lands has it right. Wearing masks is fine. I'm so going to hell for that one, but hey, yeah, you you are. And I thank you for the podcast. <laughs> plastic bag is perfect. Yes, plastic bag duct tape. Somebody said that earlier too. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you for the five dollars, weird guy. Appreciate that. Uh, business demanding you wear a mask is no different than asking you wear a tie. It's a right, but you can still be mad at them for. For being absolutely well, yes. you can be mad at them all you want. That that that's that's your that's your personal feelings, right? But the, I don't got to listen to it. So. <laughs> How come I, I, I can't? Know, I, I, I think out? conventions are different, but that's that's me. I, I think that anytime it's public space, public square type stuff, do what you want. But uh, TSR should have abandoned TSR logo. And trademark gun just dungeon hobby shop games. I think uh, Tankar said that. If I remember, somebody else said that. I very rarely watch Tankar. I usually get his videos pointed towards me. I don't like his background. Turns his head sideways and half his head disappears. Like, fix your green screen, weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now we got some Chalt. Chalt right was my favorite. Oh, yeah, favorite I, that, that was a, that was a yeah. play. Up. That was a play. I mean, was, come on. You have to be honest. That was a good play on words. It is. Yeah. If, if, if it I was mean, true in any way, that would be great. Mike but. didn't have. If I mean, I don't know if it started out like that or if the left kind of like forced it into the alt right is synonymous with like neo Nazis and stuff. Whatever I mean, definition that, they want the, for the day, every day the definition changes. Yeah, and that obviously that poisons the well because almost nobody wants to be associated with like actual. Right. You know, um, <laughs> I saw your hood in the closet. We're done. We're not. We're not going to be friends anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. But there was a time when alt right just meant like, I guess alternative, right? Uh, not I not mean, neocon was the first time that that I ran across it was when people were saying I'm I'm right, but I'm traditional right, but I'm not a neocon. So uh, people keep changing weird definitions. I've mm. always said that I'm on the right, but then again, people in Europe think I'm on the left. I, it's like, look, uh, I, I'm openly, I'm, I'm like 50% libertarian, 50% Republican. And, I, and I'm very open about that. I don't care. But which are the 50%? It depends on who you ask. Because my libertarian friends think I'm a, ho a hawkish neocon and my Republican friends think that I'm just an anarchist libtard. So you, know, like, <laughs> you can't win. I know. So I was like, whatever. Mm. I am who I am. Um, I mean, I still call heathen dog left, even though I don't think that fits him anymore. <laughs> so, you know, um, so Billy Rubin says, I just got my frog. Can't find what's in it that gets people going. Uh, there's a few things that get people going, like uh, the spear chuckers, um, the stuff that uh, was it the pygmy people and, and uh, black people can't be as smart as, <laughs> as, as as white people. Now, you could just say, well, that's just culture. That's just race. But when it comes from a guy that did what he did. I can yeah. see why people put two and two together. Uh, right. It's it's a tough one, you know. And if he didn't have that background, I'd probably be more open to it. But with that background, I think you have to be cognizant of it and say maybe I shouldn't do this in my game. But 
I, I don't own it. I don't judge it. You want to play it? Have fun with it. I think uh, I think Dan Bloodworth actually uh, did uh, some reviews on it, so you can uh, watch uh, D- uh, unscripted, unchained RPG reviews and see what he has to say about it. Because he's say he's positive. He's in like, hey, my frog. But I mean, he's definitely not negative on it. So. See, I, I always have a problem with with games that uh, not only differentiate different different uh, subtypes of races but give them different different stats i always had a hard time with that because it's it's just making something overly complicated for no goddamn reason or pigeonholing pigeonholing like i want to play a strong elf oh i made wild elves they're stronger instead of dexterous like stop it play human exactly you know i mean it it's it's just it's just making things over complicated and in 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 this case you know you get read into so much that now now you have to you have to defend your 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 plethora of choice that you decided to give and everyone choose to shit on you yeah so. i mean i'm over like even rolling for ability scores and then everything that goes with that like the bonuses and things like that like when i was designing crimson dragon slayer d20 i kind of wanted i was mostly using it for running games virtually which is, of course, what I had to start doing with the pandemic if I wanted to game at all. Um, and so it, you just pick a race, you pick a class. Uh, each race has, like, one cool thing that mm-hmm. they can do. Um, and then the class kind of determines everything else, like hit points and, um, you know, what you can do with a sword or whatever, different, like, class abilities. Um, so you just have the race, class, name. If you want alignment, uh, usually I've just run one shots, and so alignment isn't really needed. Uh, and then you're often running in like you can build a whole party, uh, like a five player party in like five minutes. That's awesome. And and yeah. you have enough rules to to make the gameplay meaningful. Yeah, I mean my style of of gaming and game mastering is there's not a ton of dice rolling. Um, a lot of it's just kind of like interaction. So like social interaction, exploration, and then usually by like halfway through, um, there's like a combat. And then of course you bring out the dice and you do combat. Um, but I like a lot of like, you know, NPCs like walking around, talking about stuff and doing different things. And then um, the players, you know, exploring the space. Um, so do, I mean, we're, we're going to get to that. Rules. My rules light rules uh kind of go hand in glove with my style which is also kind of a rules light uh, minimal rolling kind of style of, of game mastering and just role playing in general so i mean that that makes sense that the game is gonna kind of somewhat reflect the the person who's making it obviously uh, so yeah. you don't you don't have to inject all your politics in there but i mean your style of gameplay and you know and how you have fun yeah. at least should be in there yeah if you're creating your own i mean why wouldn't you have it reflect what you like? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. So uh, we got uh, sex should be done in private. Yes, yeah, sex should be done in private, but, you know, boobies are just boobies. <laughs> I mean, that's like, uh, you know, violence in public. Uh, maybe, you know, the French side had to stop guillotining people because people wanted to get guillotined so that they could be, look at me, I'm famous. You know. Uh, really? So I don't, yeah, I, yeah I they, they, they stopped. They they stopped doing, me, but I didn't know that. Yeah, they, uh, they stopped doing public executions of guillotining in like the late 1800s or early 1900s because people were turning it into like like pro wrestling spectator sport. So yeah. they started doing it behind the scenes, you know, not publicly anymore. 
Um, yeah. Patrick Barnes, yeah. Sorry. If that was done today, people would probably be like wearing like special t-shirts for like advertising. Like you could be <laughs> sponsored. Like the like, top hey, of my crown is I'm falling into the bucket. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be executed tomorrow. Um, will you pay me $50,000 to wear this, a t-shirt with your brand on it uh, while I'm getting executed? Because of course it would be televised today. Of course, yeah, yeah. And and oh, oh 100,000 to, to have you pick my last words. <laughs> exactly. And then that goes to what? Like your favorite charity, maybe your family? No, it'd have to go to the victim. It'd be what's that what's that uh where you can um I forget the name of the term where you can't make money um once you're in prison off your crime. Um I know it when I hear it too. Somebody put it in chat somewhere. Are but, you uh, making yes. money off the crime or are you making money from your public appearance once that is true. It's not about the crime. It's about the execution at this point. Yeah, it's about the execution. Yeah. Uh, basic expert says someone burned books. Can't remember whom. Hmm. Who was that that burned some books? Ah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like every dictator ever, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my question earlier wasn't a joke. No, I didn't think it was a joke. I was just waiting to to put some of them out here. So I seriously want seriously want to know if Venture still identifies as a minion of Cthulhu. I heard him announce it on inappropriate characters a while back. So there you go, Venger. Oh. Are you a minion okay. of Cthulhu? Are oh. you an old one? A worshiper. Maybe I'm an old one in training. <laughs> I do feel I'm 47 now, so I do kind of feel like a great old one. I ain't old, young, especially with my kids. Oh yeah, I guess I can do it. <laughs> I'm 47 and and just under 200 pounds, and according to my kids, I'm like the oldest and the fattest man who's ever lived. <laughs> Well, I'm older than you, and I can tell you that I feel like I swallowed a beach ball over the last, like, six months, so <laughs> back to working out. Uh, great. Always older than people. I hate that. Never be the young one. It's your fault. Doom Bunny says, Legion Con win when I have the money. Yeah. <laughs> when I was in Germany, I mean, cons cost money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, without spilling everything, I mean, how... How do, how do no, I want to no, ask no, this? Let me ask it. Let me ask it. When you were looking for venues... What were the ranges that you saw for 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 a hundred person size event? What were what there were we the go. ranges between low and high uh, dollar amount to rent these venues? And before you answer that, just ask anybody who's been married and had to have a reception somewhere big how much that cost. Okay. Um. I think I probably chose somewhere in the middle, but probably the low end, maybe like $2,500. For three and days? Yeah. I'll move but this was, like, this was like Motel 6. Oh, type. okay, okay. And then the high range was probably like 10000 hmm. It's still not horribly bad. Not, not at least what I've seen in the past, but then again, yeah. I've looked at weird areas. Like yeah, St. but Louis. you know, middle of the road middle class okay. so you know like a, it's not like LA or something like a no, that... Ramada in big conference room type thing where you, you can partition off if you want right. that, that would probably be a cheaper route if i wanted to go nuts and have like a whole giant ballroom you know i could have spent some serious money okay. but i i knew i wouldn't need that and the hotel kind of relies on that for their um income besides just rooms 
And so they put a, put a premium price on that if I wanted like a whole giant, because they say that for weddings and stuff. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why I say anybody who's been married knows they're dropping yeah. a bit on, on those ballrooms. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then there's one more that, uh, but as far as Legion Con goes, I don't think I would ever, <laughs> I don't want the headache, man, like insurance and all that other nonsense that I've seen other people go through. Forget that. Um, and then because we have to read them off out loud, uh, Doom Bunny says, pimp your merch. Well, we're going to get to that in a moment. Matter of fact, we're going to transition to that here uh, now because we are because we also want to give away a couple of chults. That's the word I'm using, chults. That's the plural, chult. Um, did I miss anything, Heathen Dog, in chat that I got to pop on there? Or are we good to go to move on? Uh, let's see. Crafty. Give me you don't. Ex no. I, okay. Crafty, give me $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> 10 grand we'll, we'll even have it in california oh wait no that that means nope. be 80 grand sorry no I'm, no i'm not going to california <laughs> no not gonna happen i'm happy being in battle Amistan. all right um no it looks like we're okay uh i'm gonna put a couple things on the screen here then we're gonna talk about chalt uh avenger's gonna try to convince me and heathen dog to like a gonzo game and we'll see if he does a good job of that uh so let's share first of all oh that's what the hell why do I even have that there? Go away. I meant this one. Share screen. That's right. I was getting that link. Uh, there we go. Now we're talking. We've got Venture. As I tell everybody, it's obligatory for me to tell them because I got chewed out one time. I watch your videos on my personal account, not on my Legion of Myth account, so don't let the red lines fool you. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, Venture Satanus, I put his link into chat there. You can see he has a ton of videos. They're nice short videos. They're not the crazy long ones like uh, we like to do here. Uh, so they're, they're, they're to the point. He talks about gaming, talks about his philosophies in gaming, talks about crap that's happening to him by the weirdos out there. And then he sometimes does his uh, J. Scott Garibay and drives and talks. <laughs> like that. We, there are a lot of people who, who do hate on that. I don't know why. I used to do it too. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of flack for that. So I, I actually stopped doing that because. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, I, I guess they. I don't stare at the camera when I was driving. I don't either. But I guess maybe it makes you like 1.5%, maybe less um, aware on the road. So I guess maybe it's a good idea to not do that. But. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, there are a lot of videos here from Venture, and you can see all types of stuff. I put his link into chat. You can check that out. I'll get that super chat here in just a moment. Um, I didn't Before put your blog that, up. I was making uh, uh, cult of Cthulhu videos for years. Um, I, I lost that. And then that was like two different channels. I, okay. I abandoned all that stuff. Um, obviously, I'm still very much into Cthulhu and Lovecraft. Well, but, that, this guy right below, on the, my screen anyway, right below you, he's our Call of Cthulhu guy. Yeah, uh, you actually have a book, uh, Cthulhu Cult? I do. Hang on, let me let me, let me me check, because I think I saw it on Amazon. Hang on. Yeah, it probably is. Yep, there it is. I did that, uh, I published that, self-published it with, like, Lulu. Uh, yeah, it, it, it looks self-published, let me tell you. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very... It's amateurs, amateur, yeah, self-publishing. It's, yeah. What was it called again? Cthulhu. Is is it on drive through? No, I I saw Blue, it. I saw it on Amazon. That's where I see it. Okay. Yeah, Blue and Amazon. Um, there's a follow-up too. Uh, Lieber AO. 
<laughs> uh, so now you're no longer uh, Avenger Satanus. You're not, you're now Avenger Crowley. <laughs> Crowley Pundit is the Crowley guy. I'm yeah. more of the Anton LaVey, um, Chaos Magic, Fourth Wave. See, that's funny. You know, it's funny. So I still have my Satanic Bible because there's a little history with this this book and me where I, where I had a, before I even met Heathen Dog, where I almost got kicked out of the Air Force because of this stupid thing. Um, even though I had no interest in what was actually inside of it. In fact, I use this book as a joke sometimes because right in the beginning of the book, it says... There is no God. And then like in the next paragraph or next page, whatever it says, without Satan, there could be no God or without God, there's no Satan or whatever. I'm like, oh, so there's no God. Therefore, there can be no Satan. Good job, book. It's <laughs> you know, like uh, really uh, needed two pages. There you go. Yeah. But but I but I was uh, I used to study chaos magic. I used to study a lot of that stuff in the 90s. My 90s were spent like everything that Pundit talks about. I'm like, uh-huh. Uh, we we had a quick moment where we were talking about the Golden Dawn when he came on the show, uh, talking about the John Battle thing. I'm like, yeah, I, I can't go down this road because number one, Pundit stayed on top of it. I have not. <laughs> like, like, like I've forgotten a lot. Uh, and two, it completely would derail from what we already had a really long stream anyway. But it is one of those things that, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I used to study all that as well. So uh, it's just kind of funny to see that there were people out there because I never find anybody who knows who Israel Regardi is or or only know Aleister Crowley from Supernatural or something like that, you know, or the Ozzy Osbourne song. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, anyway, so so before we specifically dive into Chalty, I wanted to scroll down here. I wanted to get your uh, link into chat here. I think I already did it once, but let's Wait, put it adventure on. writing like a fucking boss. Did... <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you... Wasn't there like a player's handbook like a fucking boss? Yeah. 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 Play There's a lot of like a fucking boss. How to game like a fucking boss? That was the first one. How to game master like a fucking boss was the first one. Um, okay. Venture writing like a fucking like boss a too. <laughs> really? Nice. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I, I love the there comments because there's always one weirdo has to put a comment in there. I think his. His book might be fine, but that title is just too edgelordy or well, whatever. It's like, well, the, uh, to be fair, the islands of purple haunted putrescent putrescence. The cover <laughs> a little bit spicy. And she's she's covered. She's wearing a thong, dude. You'd see worse at a Brazilian beach. <laughs> uh. But I've noticed that a lot of stuff is on sale right now. So if you want to get your Avenger stuff now, Avenger is going to talk to us about Chalt, and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll kind of whatever wherever you want to go after that. One caveat before then, because I almost forgot, mm -hmm. oh, and I've got to do two of them. DM James is throwing money at us here. So uh, uh, first things first, where all the white women at? <laughs> no, DM James. Um, I don't know. Uh, we we don't have the, enough on, on the stream or in your books. Well, in the books, they're pretty prevalent. <laughs> in the stream, uh, I don't know. You know, 48-year-old white dudes, I don't know if they, they go for. A uh, bunch of Harry Potter wannabes. Wow. Wow. Well, okay, so how is Chalt not Harry Potter? I think he means because of the occult talk, like a few minutes ago. I was trying to segue differently. Sorry, yes, you're, sorry. You're, you're, not, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh so, and to be fair, with that Harry Potter comment, I never thought I was going to be casting fireballs. Okay, I liked it as like I like the Kabbalah as as a as a just kind of a religious practice, kind of like some people meditate or do yoga. There we go. All right. <laughs> so tell us about Chult. 
Well, first, let me say, I am still, even after all these years, a legit sorcerer. And so I'm actually considering maybe doing some sort of ritual to... Maybe the next Donald Tyson? To destroy Misty Mountain Games. So if you see like one of those... Wait, it's on my ones, channel. I'm going to get in trouble for it when the place is lit on fire by somebody. Wait, 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 wait. wait. They, you believe I'm that not actually exist? I'm going to metaphysically destroy them, perhaps. <laughs> you, but if you, you see one of those actually exists? like mural, like lightning bolts, just on a clear blue sky, like come down and just destroy Misty Bomb Games. Yes, that was me. No, technically, legally, that's not my fault. Can't prove it. <laughs> yeah, I can't prove it. I use magic, bitch. So, if you know what's funny is that during our segment one palladium chimerian and a few people were talking about that they're talking about how you could actually in in modern world that uh, magic would be terrorism it probably would if people recognized it as real but they don't so you could get away with a lot of shit there we go so so again chalt talking about chalt uh what, what is what is uh what, what is the game about now we know it's gonzo and I yeah. know it has a, a cover with a bunch of eyeballs on it, which is uh, a little creepy, but you know what? Um, it's coming from a guy who actually made a monster out of pure eyeballs, so maybe I shouldn't say that. Um, the, the main thing in the first child book is the Black Pyramid. That's kind of like the big deal about that. Uh, the Black Pyramid is a mega dungeon, and it's kind of like a weird fun house dungeon um uh, the entire campaign setting and i've said this a million times so people are probably sick of hearing it but it's um eldritch gonzo science fantasy post-apocalypse um the rest of the book that's not the, the mega dungeon is just campaign setting about the world and its people and different places and various factions and monsters and everything else in the, in the appendix, there's crimson dragon slayer. Um, and then book two and three is just more of that, but then just focusing on different things, focusing on different places. Um, uh, oh, there's also in the first child book, there's also a couple other, uh, smaller dungeons. There is beneath Kradumek, uh, which Aaron, the pedantic has a couple of videos about, which, okay really good and then there's um inside the violets frozen demon worm um and so it's you're basically going into this frozen giant demon worm and you're adventuring inside the worm itself uh gross but uh cool <laughs> yeah. um, and then yeah uh, the second one chalt fuchsia malaise uh a lot of smaller dungeons and then um, you've got this big high-tech facility uh, that the off-worlders created um, because they're trying to steal the resources from Chalt. Uh, steal the Zoth, um, steal you know, the moisture, things like that. And the high-tech facility, uh, Elysium, also makes this drug called Fuchsia Malaise uh, which pretty much just puts you in like a stupor uh, okay. where you just can't do much. You're just kind of like a oh, fairy dragon breath and lackadaisical. Sure. Um, and then this new one, Chult Chartreuse Shadows, 
Uh, it's got, again, a lot of little adventures and scenarios and, and things like that. And then the big thing is a new mega dungeon called Kremzom Erikzom. And yeah, I couldn't that pronounce that. The, <laughs> I tried to, I mean, when I read it, I couldn't pronounce it. It's, it's a mouthful. <laughs> um, and then that's what some people are calling uh, a sex dungeon or a sex crawl or whatever. It's not actually as sleazy as it sounds, but, um, you know, there's run it? This is what you have to ask yourself. Would Grim run it? <laughs> uh, probably, I guess. I mean, he does like Dungeons and Titties or, or tabletopless. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dungeons and Titties. <laughs> I mean, he probably would. Would Pundit run it? Like, absolutely not. I mean, that guy. Oh, I got an idea. I got an idea. A, a dungeon with a, with a booby puzzle. <laughs> you, have to, you have to honk and squeeze and dial, you know, tune in Tokyo. In the, in the right in the right order <laughs> I well, we were trying to sell some great. now they're gone <laughs> that'll go over great uh, so so what what kind of system is it I mean, I mean i've obviously read this but for the people watching uh what what yeah. kind of system is it? is it is it old school Dungeons dragons is it your own system is it 5e nonsense is it all i probably above? i tried to make it as system neutral as i possibly can okay. um so it uses hit dice hit points armor class saving throws, you know, I'll have like number of attacks and then the damage is supposed to do. And so it's pretty minimalist, pretty bare bones. Um, I think it works good with pretty much every OSR type rule set. Obviously I use the Crimson Dragon Slayer D20 because that's just so, what I So do. this doesn't come with its own set of rules. It just comes with like it, uh, it, creatures and dungeons and so forth. Or I mean, it like, does, let's put it, it, is it standalone? It does come with Crimson Dragon Slayer as an appendix at okay. the end, uh, but no, it's just a campaign setting with with like adventures and okay. various random tables and tools and things like that. Um, so, so no, it's not commented about your going. tables. <laughs> What's that? Pundit commented about your tables. I, I remember I'm when he was talking about this. Yeah, yeah, he's always like, "You should do more." Do more entries. Like every table should be like a D one hundred. I'm like, yeah, I guess. Like in theory, for that. But, but, then you, but then you got like forty things that don't make sense, or you just don't want on there. You're like, eh. yeah. Like sometimes when you open the door, like a D eight or a D twelve is good enough. Like, <laughs> and you know what? From there, you've just given the game master just you enough uh, brain juices flowing there. Where if a D eight or D six or D twelve isn't enough. Right. Add eight more and have a D20. That's that's your job as a game master. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it can't possibly be worse than fatal. Yeah, you're probably right. All right. Well, um, I mean, to me, that's uh, it. so like I said, I'm not big into Gonzo. So why do you call it Gonzo? So so just for me, Gonzo to me is so far over the top to not be believable or so corny that it's not funny to me anymore. It's like a children's show. Um, that, that those are kind of like my takes on Gonzo. Now, the mm -hmm. way I've recently heard a couple people describe Gonzo, and the way <laughs> we'll get that in a moment, uh, and the way that, uh, um, in fact, I think I heard you talk about this starts to sound a little bit more like Mutant Crawl Classics to me, which is one of the few Gonzo games I can tolerate. I, I'm not even big into Dungeon Crawl Classics that much, uh, but I do like the concept because in a post-apocalyptic futuristic Mad Max style world, I can mm -hmm. see it. Outside of that, I don't really like it. 
and uh, and only recently has somebody actually expressed to me that uh, Maxis is actually post-apocalyptic, kind of like 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 oh wait a minute, hold on here. So uh, so w w tell us a little bit about the setting in that regard, like what's Gonzo about it? Um, well, it's kind of yeah, it's kind of a kitchen sink that allows for kind of everything. Um, obviously, there's the fantasy. But they've also been visited by aliens uh, over the centuries. And so there's like aliens and high tech uh, devices and starships. You know, the planet has been involved in like intergalactic warfare. Uh, there's the old ones. So there's, you know, Cthulhu and, and all the other old ones. Um, so there's the, the Lovecraftian horror part. Um, there's just like weird interdimensional stuff. Um, and some of it, yeah, some of it's just like silly, humorous stuff, but then some of it is, but that doesn't mean it can't like kick your ass sure. or whatever. Um, and it's just kind of everything, a little bit of everything. Uh, but yes, yeah, it's, it's humorous. There's like pop culture references and, um, yeah, there's mutants and weird radioactive slime. Like so, one of those areas where I would say that uh, that Gonzo actually, for me, Gonzo actually works and makes sense. I, uh, I, sorry, I'm I'm kind of, I don't want to say I'm a traditionalist because somebody older than me would be like, that isn't traditionally how we played. But I, mm -hmm. I look at Dragonlance as kind of my model. We've said it a lot here on this. Like, I'm not saying I want a definitive linear story like that. But I want to create that story that kind of like how Dragonlance was, you know, more right. high fantasy in terms of elves and dwarves and, and, you know, dragons. Oh, my just with I but I like that it was a lower magic setting compared to, say, Forgotten Realms, which is just all right. weird to me. Um, I like settings like that, too. But I just wanted Chult to be kind of a no holds barred. Just just go for it. Pedal to the metal. Crank it up to 11. Just weirdness, strangeness. Um, you know, just okay. Weird shit. Heathen dog. Any any questions that you want to ask here um, about Chalter? Uh, no, no. I mean, uh, I I I do like my my games to uh, be grounded within its own rules. You know, like uh, like if cool. if you are in a high high magic you know game, you'll have lots of magic, but it's understandable because it's you know it's within the framework of the world. I think of, of, of a Gonzo game as, you know, having stuff that even it goes outside its own framework, like stuff that, that is, is so over the top that why is this even here or so left field or right field? Like right. that doesn't fit. Why is it in the book? It can. Um, and sometimes, yeah, if you're playing like a normal game and then you throw something like that in, then it's just like, wait a minute, this, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Uh, you had me in like this somewhat realistic kind of world or framework, and then you threw like the banana men at me, and now I'm like, yeah, but yeah, that's, but that's yeah, yeah. general consistency is important, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, like if, if 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 I'm playing a game and it's got it's got science, got it's got sorcery, it's Thundar the Barbarian time, you know, yeah. the whole world is set on that. I'm like, okay, cool, I got my head around yeah. this. Let's go forward, and the the next enemy I meet is getting off of a spaceship and they're giant killer tomatoes. I'm like, nah, fuck you. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the that was for you, Mark Hawkman. Keep going. <laughs> um, 
yeah, that's that's a turnoff for some people, uh, and yeah. I totally get that. But um, I had, maybe it's just because I'm, I'm not that I'm saying that I'm so old school that whatever. But I've been doing this since I started in like I don't know 1983, 84, something like that. Um, and maybe part of it is my personality, but I'm just tired of you know orcs in like a wizard's tower and you know there's and, gold and I, I, I can get that boredom because there are certain tropes different. I'm getting bored of too and like wild and like humorous and something because for me the the whole aspect of getting together and with friends or people you don't even know uh and gaming and doing this whole social event it's not only for immersion but since you're doing it with other people and it's a social thing like if i can provide humor and laughter and get people laughing and uh, entertain people at the same time then for me that's just a win-win and um I'd rather do that than keeping it all like serious. And See, I, I've serious. made people angry in the past by saying, I don't like laughter at my table. <laughs> I mean, the, well, now, of course, now, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. He didn't explain it properly that time. And he's not going to do it. He's not going to explain it properly now because no, he never, can't. Cause so I love the him. reactions. I'm going to do it for him. <laughs> okay. Tables that, 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 uh, devolve into childish nonsense. Like everyone can't stop laughing and everyone wants to keep everyone laughing. Mm -hmm. You're no longer playing the game. You're just playing stand up for each other at that point. Or you're just having a conversation watching TV, you know? Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, you're not really playing the game anymore. You know, having funny moments, having something funny happen, or everyone yeah. laughs. Yeah. You, that's great. And then you move on. Yep. Right. You move on to the, you move on to something else, you know, the, the next yeah. thing in the game. I, yeah, I totally get that. I mean, I'll be the first one to be like, you know, once the laughter starts to die down a little bit, like, okay, let's move on. And, mm -hmm. and no, seriously, these banana guys want to pay you 10 gold to, you know, banana fuck guys. Yeah. Yeah. With human noses and they want it. They, 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 they want you to go, go get the special green radioactive banana. They, they need to, to power their ship back. Fuck you. Get out. Get out! <laughs> Just don't even don't even finish that sentence. I, I I switched off a long time ago. Get out! All right, let's uh let's go through. So this is uh two things left. We'll go through this chat here, and if there's anything that we've left on the table that you want to bring up, go ahead and do it. And then we're gonna uh, jump into what segment three is. And uh, we I'd like it if you hang out for it, but you don't need to. What segment three is is where we actually have people call in and talk to us about what we've talked about on the show. Um. It's up to you if you want to, if you want to hang out for that because I think some people are going to have questions for you. But uh, I'll I'll try a little bit. Uh, I don't know okay. when my wife needs me to tap back in for the the kid watching, but I will gotcha. try. Okay. Uh, so yes, yeah, so basically you are right because that's where I got the idea from was the was the eyeball thing from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. So uh, good catch on that one. Uh, no nerd will solve this. Is talking about the booby puzzle the, for the, Heathen the Dog. No nerd, yeah. no, no nerd would solve the booby puzzle. Like I don't know how to do that. How do you? How do you? How do you do it right? They have no squeeze and twist. And, oh. You have to motorboat it. That's the trick. Oh, it's the motorboat. <laughs> there, there you go. go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oops. Wrong button. Uh, see, every woman is a puzzle. Okay. But yes. not all of them need to be solved. Fair. Some of them need to go. That's true. 
Panda Awa, thank you very much for two dollars. Ain't nobody got time for that. That that's for the that that was after the the all the tables have D one hundred possibilities. No, I know we got time for that. <laughs> yeah, we got time here. for that. <laughs> oh, Jesus, it's a fire. Uh, what's next here? Da, 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 da. Feel the need to point out the stream is a collection of handsome men's. Oh, that's very nice, DJ. You didn't see me roll. You didn't see me roll and flounder. Anytime people see me like uh, roll back to grab a book Actually, or whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, some someone called on on our OnlyFans page. Roll back again. Huh? I, I'm back not. The, no, I, I'm in the star. I'm chair. only in the stars. No, roll back in your chair. No. no, because I know that the shorts slide up. I don't care. No, and we saw it earlier. I know. We saw it. They're actually, in, they're in, actually in, in all shorts. your hairy glory. I... And and you little slut, you even you even <laughs> arched yourself so so you would give your calves you know a little pop. I saw it. I saw. I it. play the underpants dance. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> moving on here. Yes, Thunder of the Barbarian. I do like Thunder of the Barbarian. I I think that's a good example of post-apocalyptic Gonzo. Um, I love them. science meets sorcery. Yeah, science meets sorcery. We're done having kids, but and uh, but if my wife and I ever had a did ever did have another kid, and it was a girl, we already decided that we're going to name her Ariel. And right. for my wife, it's going to be because of the Little Mermaid, and for me, it's going to because of Thunder the Barbarian. I have to tell you, she was a, she was a six seven year old crush for me. Yes. <laughs> well, she was just awesome. I mean. Yeah. Plus, she for like the most wore, part, she, she shut the hell up. Together. She wore she wore a bikini and high heels. Come on, <laughs> or it wasn't bikini? Uh, you know, one. Uh, but she was female character. So for all the all the male feminists or whoever that want to rail on normal gamers who like I don't know don't like Star Wars, uh, Disney, Rose, whatever. Um, we like female. And Ray, you know, the Mary Sue. Yeah. We like female, strong female characters just fine. Like, just yeah, don't. Ariel was a princess in Thunder Barbarian, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She was a she princess. She was a princess and a sorceress. Oh, she was, yeah. Yeah. And a badass. Um, and, and she a knew about, like, technology and, like, the history of the Earth. So she was, like, she Suck had it all. Disney. Yeah. I'm waiting for Mar Hoffman to put in here that. You got you, you, you to go back to Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> I'm waiting for my Hawkman to put in here. That's a mook, not a Chewbacca. Fuck off. He was a Chewbacca. The lion face. Krull is Gonzo D&D. &D. Yeah, I didn't hear that. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, and thank you, Crafty. Thank you for the $5. Awesome. Um, it sounds uh, to me like Chalda is going to guarantee every blue-haired woman in Soyboy uses their X card within 10 minutes. Yes. Yeah. That's a guarantee. That's Avengers St. Santa's guarantee. Yes, because what it's going to be is it's going to be, I X card this game. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Uh, that's a reason to get it right there. And has Venger read Talos Lanta? Oh my God, DM James with his Talos Lanta rants. We have <laughs> thoughts. That's the board game, right? Or no, that's, is that the know, no, it's, it's an RPG. Game? I have fourth edition right uh, where my finger is point there, right there. That's my yeah, fourth edition. It's been a long time, but I've, I've read it. I think I've owned one edition uh, back in the early 90s. I don't know. I have not. 
Yeah, I, I got mine in the mid-90s because we were looking for something other than D&D, and I couldn't squeeze Earth on in there yet. So uh, I, look, I started reading Talislanta. I liked what it had to offer, but then we went to Earth on, and I didn't have to run it and never went really back to it to look at it again. So thank you for the $2, DM James. Appreciate that. By the way, everybody should check out DM James' channel also. There's a few people who are watching his channels you should check out. You should check out The Basic Expert. You should check out DM James. What did I miss? There's one other person I saw in here that... Uh, Check it. And of course, you should check out Venture, but we already put that out there. I'm bored of Orcs and Elves. Yeah, I think we all are. I just want to put that on there just to say that it's not just you. It's uh, I'm bored of D20s, you know, so so I get that. Uh, yeah, no no Elves in Talislanta. It's one of the selling points. I get it. All right. Um, I think with that, a couple things. First of all, let's put up the brand. Boom! Because uh, we're still going to give away two books somehow, some way. Uh, you, don't, you don't have any hardcover books, do you? Anymore. So we can only do the PDF? Who me? Yeah. Yeah, you. Oh no, we got <laughs> we got hardcovers for days. Oh really? Can we give yeah. one away? Yes. How about we give away uh, a copy of Chal and then a copy of the second one, Chal Fusion Malays. All right. Look at that. Okay. See, that's what happens. See, you have to say it on stream, so they can't say no, or they look like dicks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, there we go. That We're going to do that in segment three, though. So guess what, YouTubers? You people watching on YouTube later after the fact, you don't get to see it. You're not going to know who's going to win until I post it later. So uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, please uh, like, subscribe, and share. Go check out Avengers channel. All that information will be in the description below at that point. And uh, with that, we are going to move on to segment three. Oh, before I before that, uh, if anybody wants to buy uh, one of the first two books in hardcover or the third one, which I'll have in hand probably in June, um, just contact me directly because I sell them direct, especially since game stores are now burning them. <laughs> um, but yeah, if I have to direct through me, uh, if you buy multiple books, I'll give you a good price. Um, I accept pay, PayPal and Venmo. So it's very easy. And then you get the PDF for free. You get the hardcover, you get sure. the PDF. Uh, it's signed and numbered. And I usually personalize it with a little tentacle doodle or something. So <laughs> my wife's Japanese. You can't out, out tentacle her. <laughs> I said it before anybody in chat could. Ha! Beat you. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's copy the invite link here. Do you want to put up, do you want to do the link or do you want to do the, the, the rules heathen dog i'll do the rules okay and thank you cbk ply for the five dollars it has been a great show remember if you're gonna come on it's a, it's a radio talk show format you, you give a brief statement question concern and we will answer as as, as much as we can uh pithy keep keep it to one thing or one thing and a very closely related thing and watch the language. If we say something that gets us kicked off a platform, that's on us. If you say something that gets us kicked off a platform, that's going to be on you. And I work for the government. I can find you. Nope. That's a threat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it a threat or am I promising? It's, it's both. I'm too lazy. Everybody knows I'm too lazy. You have to have intent for threat. And I'd be like, ah, it was like eight blocks away. I'm not walking down there. <laughs> All right. So while we wait for people to uh, pop on in here. Um, so how I planned on doing the giveaway is I wanted to actually see. Can I see members? I see members. Oh, I'm going to have to jump up. Uh oh. Yeah, I got to jump up. 
Okay. Take care. That's weird. Um, sorry, I, I'm gonna, I'm trying to figure. I'll get, I'll get you in a second here, my Hawkman. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find the members list. I thought there was a way I could see who is watching right now. Participants. Oh, there it is, right there. Participants. All right, I'm copying right now. If you did not start watching before, or if you uh, stopped watching before now, you're out. Um, and I'm going to go to. Oh, I can stop sharing all this stuff. Uh, I don't even know what you guys are seeing on the screen because I have it covered right now. Where is my random pick-a-wheel thing? I have too many weird links here. Random comment picker. There it is. That over there. And... Winner pickers, we want a wheel of names. If they already have it, then do you pick again? I mean, if, I don't care if, if they already have it and they want another one. That's that's on them. Um, what I don't do is I don't let uh, people win twice because it's a physical copy. I let them do that with like the give uh, the gift cards, but not with um, physical copies. Bear with me just one moment. I have Will to do you, a quick. You want to do a third one? I could do the PDF. I could give away a free PDF of the new one, the Chalt Chartreuse Shadows. Should we do that? That is 100% up to you. If you want to do that, do that, I will definitely accommodate. Three. One, two, three. three. items. Look at that. Look at the generosity coming here. So generous. Oh, my God. I'm like Jesus plus Mother Teresa plus I don't know. Now that he's gone, I can, I can tell you that that heathen dog, he's very, very, very anti-religion. And when you said that you're a sorcerer, I knew that he was going to have some fun. So I, I had to prevent him from... Going we'll, see, we'll see what happens to Misty Mountain Games. Um, if something bad happens to them, that was me, but also legally, that wasn't me. And it did, and it was not described on this on this uh, stream at all. Okay, it took me a moment here to get all these names uh, put in here. Uh, Mark Hawkman, I'll get you in just a moment. By the way, uh, I put the link out there for people to join if you want to ask uh, us about segment one or Avenger about seg segment two. The names of space, filter duplicate names. I don't think there is any of that. Wow, we have uh, got to have that wheel spinning forever. All colors, color of winner is orange because it's bright. There we go. Um, but we're going to get Mar Hawkman first, then we'll do our first roll. And boop, there is Mar Hawkman. All right, sir, what do you got? Mar Hawkman gets another punch on the punch card. I don't know. What do you got? Like 50 or 60 or. I don't something? know. I never actually counted. All right, so what do you got for us today? Well, uh, one of the things that I was thinking about was the whole thing with like, like sub races. And if I was to do sub races in any sort of game at all, I would actually make it such a minor bonus that it was more cosmetic than, you know, a, a actual. Nope, you're, you're cutting out. You were robotic and then you cut out. My Hawkman. Exterminate. <laughs> God, that's a show I can't watch anymore. Why? I I couldn't I barely could make it through the last season of Capaldi, and uh, I, and I've I haven't watched a single episode of of uh, the Chick. I've only watched like one and a half episodes of the new stuff from like the last ten years. Like all my Doctor Who watching is like ninety nine percent vintage. Gotcha. Like it's either it's either John Pertwee or Tom yes! Baker or. Pertwee. Or uh, Peter Davidson. Oh, uh, see, I'm not a big fan of Peter Davidson, but I, I, I mean, but he's he's all right. But yeah, Pertwee, 
Tom Baker and Colin Baker. I, I you know, a lot of people don't like the Colin Baker episodes, but I, I like those as well. I um, like him as the doctor. I just don't like a lot of the stories. Yeah, I like the, the Valyard and all that. The, the um, you know, the Trial of the Time Lord. Mm-hmm. I like that, and I like one or two episodes. Of Look, the, he had the hottest was, companion though, Perry. Perry by far was the hottest yeah. companion. <laughs> All right, we got Billy Rubin. Yeah, go I mean, oh, Billy Rubin, go ahead and turn off your YouTube portion of it. Just, I'm hearing myself in the background. Uh oh, hang on. No problem. And my Hawkman will get you right, back. Sorry. Uh, no problem. All right, so oh, what is it that you hang have on. for either us or him? Now I'm like Venger with the t- uh, technical difficulty. <laughs> You will never be this this bad. Now I can't hear you guys. Hang on a minute. All right, can you hear me? Crap, I can't hear you guys. You can't hear us? Uh, It's it's probably because he's only hearing us through YouTube and he doesn't have his audio. Never mind. Take me off. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Sorry about that. it is one of those things. The good news is, is once you do it one time and you know how to do this, then uh, and and Billy, if you're still listening, if you can listen, uh, if you go into the settings, you could possibly fix it. Then just give us a signal in private chat or something that you want to come back in. So, all right, Mark Hawkman, you got cut out there. So, uh, what was it you're trying to say again? Oh, never mind. Mark Hawkman still doesn't want to talk. All right, new rule. We're adding rule number four in. If you come in, you can't have technical problems. You know, what, you know what you know what it is is everybody just wants to be on the screen for we're gonna we're gonna do a giveaway we're gonna give people a chance to come on in here um and hopefully billy rubin can get uh, his audio fixed and and so can uh, heathen dog we're gonna do the first one so you guys have seen this before let me make this full screen this is how we do our giveaways here uh full screen layout boom so you can see it here are the names i highlight i highlighted the names that were watching at that time these are the names that uh are in here no baldahar if you win you have to keep it so shut up all the heart always goes, I don't want it. I'm, I'm giving it away to somebody else and screws up the roll. So there we go. All right. So here's the list of names. I'm going to click on it. And we're going to pick our first winner. This is for Chalt, the main book O Chalt. Or first book O Chalt. And survey says, I got to get a note card to write this down. <laughs> The real long shot, who's actually over on the Twitch side, which is good because the real long shot, you can provide the information uh, through a whisper, which makes my life a lot easier because YouTube got rid of that stuff because it made sense. So, um, well, but but first, before you send it, Avenger, are, are you going to mail this to him? Uh, yeah, he lives in the United okay. States. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. We we do the same thing here. You have to be continental United States, otherwise, it's got to be a PDF because I've looked at those shipping costs. But if you are continental United States, um, I guess yes. Yeah, send me send me the address. I like less hands on it. I'd rather them send the address to you. But this way, we can prove that it's the right person. Um, so go ahead and and send uh, send me your address and as a whisper, including your email address, by the way, uh, as a whisper in Twitch. And then I will make sure it gets to Venture. And I, can, I can't promise what Venture does because I'm not him, but I can promise from the Legion Mist side, once he tells me the book has been shipped out, I will remove your information completely because I don't want to keep your information. So, 
All right, now we have a bunch of people in. I'm going to try Billy Rubin one more time to see if he's ready to do this or if we just remove him completely. Uh, and then I can stop sharing. All right, all right, Billy, can you hear us? All right, I think, I can, I think I'm on. Okay, test one, two, three, four, five. I think so. Okay, uh, I hear you, you hear me. So uh, what, what do you got for a question? I think there's a delay. Yes, yeah, because you're still listening through YouTube. But that's fine. You can go ahead and ask your question, and then uh, Avenger or I will answer it, and then uh, we'll move on. Man, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. That's okay. Just ask away. Ah, never mind. Don't worry about me. Oh, Hi, we, Avenger. We, Bye. <laughs> right. we, we could hear you. You could ask your question, but all right, we'll move back to Mar Hawkman. All right, Mar Hawkman. Uh, okay. Yeah, hey, so, we can hear you now. So sorry about that. Uh, well, for some strange reason, uh, my town, whenever we have heavy rain, sometimes the internet spazzes out at random. Don't let that be your one topic. What's your one topic? <laughs> I know, I know. Well, w w what I was saying was that uh, you were talking earlier about the whole idea of like races and sub races. And me personally, if I was doing that, like, you know, it's like sub races would be like basically it's the same race just with like, like maybe like a, a one point stat difference or something <laughs> because I mean, it's more like background fluff than like something that you would actually like want to be mechanical in, in terms of advantage really. Yeah. I mean, for sub race, I, I agree. I mean, I think that sometimes people just want to be too individualistic. We didn't even second edition AD and D you started getting those splat books and you could be like 15 different types of elves and they all had a little bit different bonus. You know, uh, we, we made that mistake as well. It's one of the problems with AD and D second edition, if you ask me. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons why the more I read it, the more I'm getting back into it. I, I'm liking basic. So, yeah, simple is often better. And, you know, a dwarf is a dwarf is a dwarf. Just, you know, suck it up. You you grew up in a mountain. I grew up in a hill. You grew up in a trailer park. I grew up in a mansion. Whatever. You know, uh, you know, it, it, it is it is what it is. We're still humans. Right. I mean, that's the way I see it anyway. Uh, what are your thoughts, Venger? Yeah, I would agree. Um, from the standpoint of role playing. I think uh, basic and, and minimalist uh, is probably best. Um, all the different little subtypes and whatever, that seems more like flavoring. Um, but at the same time, if someone's going to play a different race, um, I think it should be it should be more than just a cosmetic, like, you know, Skin is a different hue, and maybe your fingernails are a little longer, or, or you know, your pointed ears. Uh, there should be some other aspect that makes you different. Um, and I like to, I like to give people. I mean, it is a game after all, so I like yeah, to right. give people a little, little something, a little mechanical something that they can hang their racial hat on and be like, oh yeah, well I'm this kind of race, and I can do this cool thing, um, as well, well as just swing a sword. Well, I mean, like that—that's that, where the whole thing is. Like, uh, the difference between elves and humans—it's a rather large difference. The difference between wood elves and high elves, though, that's nowhere right. near as different. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see the necessity of uh, anything that gives the player incentive to goof around and like look through the book and memorize the details and like min-max and, and optimize. 
I'm against kind of all that, just on principle. Like, just make your goddamn character and let's start playing. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like the, the min-maxing side of it's why why I, I would make the like actual like physical difference between high elves and wood elves extremely small in terms of gameplay value, and and more the difference is more like cultural and aesthetic. Yeah, I'm totally on board. Yeah. All right, my Hawkman. Uh, there we go. Uh, you made your point. We answered, and uh, I hope you have a good day, sir. You do. And uh, so uh, we'll get you a second here, Omen Owl. Uh, will there be another expansion to Crimson Dragon Slayer? I think this last one is kind of it. Um, I toyed around with the idea of, of doing like a larger expansion where it's more like advanced and more just more of everything, just more rules and more background and whatever. That's just not something that I would use. And maybe there's a market out there and people would buy it. But I'm at the point where if I'm not going to use it myself, why bother creating it? Okay. So what it is now is pretty much the end of the, the end of the line. All right, before we get Omen Owl in here, because we don't want to drag this out for no reason, let's do our next giveaway. This one's for Fuchsia Malays, right? Yes. Okay. And uh, just to verify, is this a PDF or hardcover? This or is a hardcover. Physical, I should say. All right, another hardcover. All right, so the real long shot won the first one. Here we go for the second one. Ethan Dog likes the little... Uh... <laughs> there we go. And we have... Oh, what a coincidence. Hey, Omen Owl. <laughs> hey, I went from, from from red to orange. Isn't that good? There you go. Oh, that's a nice coincidence. So let me write that down. Um, since you're here right now, you, you should see a little button on the right-hand side that says private chat. Go ahead and put your physical address and email address in private chat there. And, oh, uh, let's see. Sorry. Okay, there's private chat. All right. Uh... Yep, hacked. It's fixed. We he was here. That's how he won. Now everybody's gonna call and be like, "I'll get the last one because I'm gonna call it." <laughs> uh, sorry, as I'm typing this in, so I hope you don't that's, mind. That's fine. Nope. Go go ahead. Uh, I'll I'll look at a super chat first here. Uh, see if only there's a setting out there with hundred plus playable racial <laughs> types and no else or orcs. Stop with the chalice lanto stuff. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's gonna see my legs right. again. Because, yes, my shorts bunch up when I sit down. Oh, look at that. Sexy. <laughs> I, I, to be fair, I thought that the shorts were all about being in the Air Force when you were wearing them. I said, man, could you get no. those things any higher? <laughs> no, they're actually basketball shorts. It's just when I sit down here for four hours on a stream, they just pull back. When I stand up, they go boom, right back down. It's okay. But there you go. There's my Talis Lanta for, for DM James. <laughs> so, I also have the book, The Midnight Realms, that... Uh, it's like a, an addition to that one. So, but thank you for the five dollars, James. And uh, uh, Venger, oh, you're on your phone, Venger. So I'm gonna copy and paste this link, and I will send it to you. Um, okay. uh, I'll probably just do it through Twitter, since yeah. that's the only way I know how to get a hold of you. <laughs> and so I'll just compile everything together. All right, Omanel, what do you have? What do you have for us? Uh, well, I've got to look at the well. I. Does it have to be Devenger for some of this? Because I was looking at what oh. you guys were doing with the uh, with the clerics earlier. It can be about let's say segment one or segment two. So okay, uh, so it's on those two topics. Well, I was looking at as you were going through it until you started skipping and digging for the races. Um, the uh, all I could think was, guys, you, 
you got to learn in how to, to shorten these OCCs because as I get older and older, why do you have to have a hundred different occupational classes to do just a little bit different? It's like, couldn't you just narrow it down a bit more and say, here's your specialty. If you do this specialty, do this. If you do this specialty, do this. And I think that would be much easier for... So that's, that's um, Kevin's writing style. Um, yeah. Also, I understand that... So, doesn't matter if you like first edition or second. First edition was, my understanding is, it was his take on AD&D. Like, he didn't like how D&D played, so he, this is basically his house rule for D&D. The problem with second edition, and... Look, I have second edition for Palladium Fantasy, but I have first edition revised for Heroes Unlimited. So uh, we're not even going to be talking about the version that I have. Is that the second edition book is like bloop, that much bigger. It's got all types of crazy bloat in there. And the main thing that people say is it got riftified. Like, and, and it's true. Like so much, and, and I'm not even a huge Rifts fan. That's Heathen Dog. I like Palladium Fantasy. I like After the Bomb or what, what, when it used to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, and other strangeness. And I, and I like Robotech. So I got in on the earth, the ground level of that stuff because I wasn't allowed to play D&D. You guys have probably heard this a lot. I, I, I was caught up as a Lutheran, went to Lutheran school. I wasn't allowed to play D&D, but Robotech was okay, you know? Uh, so, uh, yeah, there's just so much bloat in there. That's one of the things that, remember, uh, my game that I'm writing right now is supposed to be an homage to Palladium. I just gave them the combat rules, like a couple of select people, the combat rules, and I said, this is not Palladium anymore. Because of kind of like what you were saying, like just there's so many things don't translate well anymore. I love the system. It's great. But, you know, to be fair, I love OSR D&D style systems as well with the six stats and, and the armor class. But is it the best system out there for the love of God? No, but it's nostalgia and it's passable and it works and it's fun. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you uh, that so many things could be less wordy, but that's that's Kevin. Well, no, I don't mean just less wordy. I mean, I think in some ways it was to sell more books. Like, we got to do occupational class. Oh, look, we got even more occupational class. I mean, guys, you just need to tone it down and make it simpler because I would rather see more monsters and other stuff there. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and, and, and violence solves everything. He's really always pushing first edition. And I get why. Don't get me wrong. I get. I absolutely get why. I'm not mad at him for doing it. I'm glad he is doing it. Um, it's just... From our point of view, we're going to talk about the current version of the game that's out there for now. So, uh, oh, I, you... I, I, I know. I'm just saying you you think that this is this is where we talk about bloat and everything is people need to learn to to make it more concise. You don't need 600 pages of books. Technical to... writing. Learn to be a technical writer. <laughs> no, no, no. You and I are going to argue about some of this. Is I like because I I'm an engineer. I do technical writing, mm -hmm. but. I do read a lot of books for the source and I understand that you want to get people into a world and then you want a system that plays into that world. Sure. Um, but and, and, and we've actually talked about that here though. Yeah. The fluff is good. The fluff shouldn't be in the rules though. It should either be its own chapter or at the beginning yes. of the chapter or something. No, no, I'm for that. I want to feel the world. Avenger uh, just had a video recently about immersion and, and it absolutely helps immerse you in that world. I, I'm, I'm, completely for that i'm talking the rules should be written concisely uh, was it, it's clear concise and accurate okay can i ask one last thing of venture here to, before i go off absolutely i just want to make sure let me know which one's the core book so i can get that as so i can um do the um so i can get that off of drive through rpg just so i don't get the wrong book that's all oh the chalt books yeah yeah um chalt is the first one and that's going to give you more of the lay of the land of what the setting is about. 
Um, you don't have to use that one. I mean, you could skip Chult and just go right for, for instance, like the second book. But um, basically, like the history of the world and all that, uh, you're going to have a little bit more introductory uh, stuff for the first one, for Chult. So I would start with just Chult. Okay. Um, and if you like that, then, hey, there are the other ones. Well, well, he well, already won Fuchsia Malaise, so, uh, so he'll have that one to go with it. So I've got it on the screen here. This is what the Chult book looks like. Okay. All right, thanks. I appreciate it. You guys take care. Yeah, you yeah. too. Thanks for coming on. And congratulations. Yeah. Have you ever seen um, the, the show Community? Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you remember that? I mean, they played D&D a couple times, which is awesome. The episode that got taken away because he, he black-faced himself? Yeah. I actually included, um, I think it's, I don't know if it's in the second or the third book, or maybe both, um, but Senior Chang Doerden. Yes. Um, is is an npc oh that's <laughs> nice oh my god um yeah. we have one more we have one more person waiting here okay uh, sorry but i will, but no 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 please by all means this is this is all we do we just chat now okay. uh, but before i get them in i want to do the last giveaway to make sure that we get all three of these done and what okay. what is this last one going to be this is for the pdf of the new book which is chult chartreuse shadows chartreuse Ch shadows yes I actually, I think I looked at that one. Okay. Now this is for a PDF, ladies and gentlemen. So this should be pretty easy. Now, is this on drive-through yet or no? It is. It is on drive-through. Yeah. So this will be. Like, only need your email address for this one. Right, your drive-through RPG email address. Yep. In case you have multiple emails. Fair. Yep. And here we. Oh, call. Okay, I'm closing this window because I don't even want to see who won because it's, no, this winner did not win. Uh, sorry, I clicked the button and it didn't have it shared. I'm scrolling up, not looking at it, can't see it. Sorry if your name was on there and you get grumpy with me. I hope it's crafty. And then, uh, but uh, I didn't share it and it's not right if I don't share it. So here we go again. I'm only going to click the top of it because I really don't even want to see who won. I think I just saw who won. and It's somebody who won the last contest. <laughs> All right, now we're going to see who won. You already won something. Don't feel bad. <laughs> I'm shipping you something already. Oh, my God. All right, who is this? Uh, another TV viewer. Who's that? I've never seen that name before. Are you watching? If not, we'll re-roll. I, I think this is a bot. A Russian bot. Because it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's on the Twitch side in chat yeah i'm pretty sure that's a bot i think that's one of those that's just always lurking i will give the person a minute or so to respond if not we're re-rolling yeah yeah i'm pretty sure it is but uh hey i just copied all the names what do you want the bot rigged yeah see crafty can't even win for the bots uh so <laughs> what what is uh so what is uh chartreuse chat uh, shadows how does that different from the first two um, I mean, it's kind of more of the same. Um, it collects, because uh, I did a couple of different Kickstarters between the last, the second book and this one. So I did uh, Saving Chult, which was a small collection of adventures, which is just a PDF. And then I did uh, Chult After Dark, which was a little spicier, a little steamier, a little sleazier uh, adventures. 
And that was also a PDF that I, I did through Kickstarter to fund that. So Chartreuse Shadows collects uh, the Chult After Dark material and the Saving Chult material and okay. brand new material, which is mostly the new Mega Dungeon, the Kremzom Eriksom. Okay. Uh, so it's a collection of all that. And then that also has a little appendix at the end, which is the latest rule changes for Crimson Dragon Slayer D20 and uh, a couple other stuff, like a, a D100 random table for jelly bean flavors, like stuff like that. I also have the Crimson Escalation thing. Um, so yeah, it's got a little extra, a couple little extras at the end. Okay, we still have somebody waiting, so I'm going to click this here, and we're going to get our winner so that we can talk to the last person and then do any final comments and then call it a day. Uh... Oh, it's almost... <laughs> hey, Noro, you won a PDF. <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> she doesn't get to win. So we're going to click again. I should have gone through the names a little well, bit. I'll tell you to that she should get her collection of tentacles out. You should dress up like, dress up like a clown. Uh, put a fuchsia light or a magenta light in the background and put some like sexy music like Barry White or Skinny Puppy and just do your thing. That You, you, you had know, me sold with tentacles. I <laughs> and, and basically that's Chartreuse Shadows in a nutshell. There, see, best elevator pitch ever. Love it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> Sometimes it's stuff that turns Are you not box. watching when I copied and uh, and picked the, oh, the real long shot? Well, there you go. Real long shot gets two. Oh no, this is PDF. Yes, he can actually win a second one because this is PDF. We only we only say no to the hardcovers. <laughs> real long shot. Uh, I hope you whispered me your uh, your email address in there, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so chartreuse was real long shot that uh i hate these real spinners sometimes i used <laughs> to use a d used to use a d20 but people couldn't yeah. see the roll so they couldn't call me cheating so like whatever uh he says if it's uh, okay uh he says we can spin again i think it's fair to spin again since since he's okay with that all right real long shot we'll do it For a PDF, appreciate that. That that's being a good sport. Thank you very much. I think there's another bot. God damn it! I'm just gonna hand it to somebody. Here, take my. Oh my god! I want to get to here. How about this? Let's just let's let from another time come in and talk to us. Then we'll roll after that. Maybe the wheel will figure itself out. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, every time you come in, you have a different name, and I forget who you are. That's right. <laughs> So, uh, so what do you have for us today, sir? For Benger, what do uh -oh. you consider to be your biggest influence in how you design games? How oh, design games? Oh, geez. Um, I was excited because it was, was going to be an easy question to answer, but then you were like, <laughs> design games. I'm like, oh, crap. Um <laughs> it's okay to have uh, one as well. The silence uh, is deafening. 
Um, <laughs> pass. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, trying to think. I've heard an answer I just can't think. Of like this because I didn't like these. This game I think sucks. I want okay. to decide a game like this. Okay. That's a valid well, influence. Okay. <laughs> the most immediate uh, thing that comes to mind is rules light. Yes. Uh, overly complicated, bloated, extra crunch. Uh, no. Oh, so you love um, Pathfinder. Yeah. Oh, okay, so so a lot of the stuff that I played in the the early '90s, like uh, the the West End games, Star Wars. Um, Love that one. Yes. Yeah. Paranoia. Um, Tune. I love me some Tune. Okay, all three of those games you've mentioned, I've done ten minute introduction videos on. There you go. Um, stuff like that. Games. Uh, the guy that wrote Amber, the diceless role playing game, I think oh, yeah. he he had a lot of great ideas and and great. Uh, Pundit said that my book, uh, How to Game Master Like a Fucking Boss, reminded him of some of the advice that was in uh, the Amber diceless role playing game by Eric Wujcik, something like that. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he's also a big Palladium person. He did a lot of writing for Palladium. Yeah. Unfortunately, he passed away a few years ago. But He did, yeah, yeah. He had a lot of writing um, credits. Yeah. And maybe maybe Gary Gygax, too, because... Um, well, Tom Moldway, Moldway, because he wrote, you know, the basic uh, D&D. And that was my first introduction to D&D, and I think that's one of the best that holds up the best. So, there you go. I think I answered it, right? Sorry, any, any last uh, last little comment, or uh, otherwise we're going to jump into another giveaway. I'll I'll say the same thing. A lot of people said Palladium really needs a rewrite. <laughs> well, I tried, but then I feel I felt like I was going to get sued, so I decided to go oh, in a different yeah. direction. So, <laughs> but uh, I'll write for you, Palladium. Just give me the money. I hate my day job. All right. All right. Well, yeah, you have a good one, sir. Thanks for coming on in again. You're going to start getting a punch card soon if you keep coming in this often. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's do this last giveaway and then we will call it a day. Uh, Avenger, while I'm getting this ready, thank you very much for popping on here. And it was kind of, first of all, it's kind of short notice. (laughs) Secondly, uh, we really appreciate anytime somebody comes on and deals with our shenanigans. Uh, I I was happy to do it. Been a fun time. That's for sure. And if you're ever shilling anything else, I mean, this goes for you, Pundit. I mean, everybody that comes on, we tell this to. But if you're ever shilling anything else, just shoot me a message saying, hey, uh, the only thing that we do for – see, Friday night, I don't care what we talk about. Friday night's just a chill stream. We talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about as long as it's somewhat nerd-related. These are a little bit more formatted, but if you've got, like, a, a topic you really want to talk about, and one of those topics could just be your game, uh, come on in. We'll talk about it. Cool. Uh, cool. All right. Now let's spin wheel. Come on. Who's getting the PDF? No whammies. No whammies. I think I removed the bots. I hope I removed the bots. All right, the real long shot. You just no, no. Purple. <laughs> it's Omen Owl again. Who? Omen Owl. He's he's the one that won Fuchsia Malays. Oh my god. What's the pink one? Give me some pink. <laughs> Crafty. Crafty's pink. Um, well, since Omen Owl won, I'm going to let him put in a chat if he wants to give it up. And no, there's no requirement for you to do so. I'm not going to think you're a dick if you say, no, I want that one. Or if uh, you know, or if you want to keep it. So I'll let Omen Owl put in a chat. He won it fair and square. So 
give him the opportunity. So, and nobody give him crap if he decides to keep it. You bastard. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Just kidding. I didn't like Amber Diceless Crafty because uh, because I didn't like the bargaining system or whatever the hell it was for making uh, a character. I thought that was I, I just didn't like it. But uh, yeah, um, I, I, there's there's a lot of room between it looking awesome on paper and the way it plays out. You gotta have the right group and the right game master, and I think the right right uh, story or scenario or whatever. I mean, mm -hmm. you gotta kind of have to create it whole cloth. I've read a number of the Amber books, and I think it's a great series. I think Zelazny is a great writer. Um, but the few times, and I was pretty young. I was in high school. But the, the mm -hmm. couple times that I tried to run Amber, it didn't go great. Um, so it's, it's hard. I mean, it's – I think Amber is one of the trickier games to run uh, or have a campaign of. That's just that's just the way it goes. Some games are like that. <laughs> so, two couple of things here. First of all, why isn't he a gatekeeper? Uh, you know, I, I would have no problem with Venger being a gatekeeper. He would just have to tolerate our circles. And you know, one of the people in our circles is somebody that. Uh, well, I have him banned from the gatekeepers, but I don't ban well, anybody, Venger. I'm and more person... of a key master. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he, I've got jokes. I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. Um, yes. Do it. He likes to put the things in the holes. Anyway. So anyway, I would be happy if Venture's a gatekeeper. I mean, Grimm's a gatekeeper, except for his time zone's bad. Um, See, like this. See, it goes in like this. <laughs> and, then, and he has to twist and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, thank you for the $5, Baron G-Rock. I mean, I wouldn't be against it. Just, you know, gatekeepers were, were kind of a different circle of people, but I'd be all for it if Venture wants to, wants to be. I, Kind of putting them on the spot here. We can talk about it later, though. Um, basically, gatekeeper is just some game masters that talk about game mastery stuff on Wednesday evenings. So we do we do a stream oh. and uh, we kind of we circle it around. So like I'll host it this week. Bruce Lombardo will host it the next week. Baron G Rock will host it the week after. You know, we just kind of do like whoever's available for some game mastery. It, it, that's the main thing, though. Is uh, you're I don't want to say solving an issue, but you're talking about things that affect game masters or questions that game masters have, answering them. Uh, that's that's what it's supposed to be anyway. So um, the if you ask me if I wanted to become an international game mastering bot like bodyguard slash bouncer, and I was going to immediately say yes. I, I got Bender. I want to do the Bender quote now. I'm going to make my own own convention with hookers and blackjack and what? Ah, screw that. <laughs> and Mountain Dew and pizza. There you go. <laughs> Dogs um, and cats living together. Mass hysteria. That's, a, that's the best gaming session ever. Uh, and Billy Rubin, if you can do me a favor, this is the easiest way to do it. If you can pop back in here, I'll put the link back out there. If you can pop back in here, you don't have to talk to us. It's okay. But put your uh, your email address. That's all it needs to be, your email address in the private chat. Come on in. Um, if you have the link still, you can just click it now again, come back in, or I'll put it back out there. But to go ahead and put that in uh, in the private chat. You'll see it here. Then we'll have your email address and we'll have everybody's contact information. It's all private. It's And uh, I don't have to worry about trying to figure out to verify that you are you. Uh, and then we'll wrap up here. Uh, let me put the link back out there again in case you don't want to scroll back or don't have it. I see him on Facebook all the time. So if he wants to message me instead, that's... Totally cool. I mean, as long as you're confident that he's him. The big, I, yeah. But 2009, I had some litigation 
or, or attempted litigation come my way uh, over over, uh, over a contest. Yeah, we used to give away. We used to have contests like a you know, magazine cover contest or web comic contest yeah. or short story contest. And uh, one of the per I gave away the hundred dollars to somebody who spoofed one of our members. And I didn't know. I was like, dude, I already paid you. He's like, no, you didn't. You, 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 and he showed me bank accounts, everything. He had a lawyer write a letter to me. Holy shit. Yeah. That for $100. More than $100. I don't know. I mean, I have prepaid legal. So, I mean, letters that I have written are, are essentially free. <laughs> so, but because uh, I paid into it. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and, Billy, go ahead and just hit the private chat button. Put your email address in there. I will copy and paste it and uh, it'll be good to go. Um, in the meantime, I don't think, you, unless you want to talk after the fact, I don't think you need to hang around for me going through our final proclivities here, which is just our links and all that other nonsense. I will put your links below. Anything you want to leave our, our viewer base, words of wisdom, we like to call them. Any words of wisdom you want to leave uh, for the ladies and gentlemen who are watching us before you go? Um, don't let the bastards wear you down. Even though this is, we're in like peak, tippy top, zenith clown world. Um, I think everything's going to be all right. We just got to keep fighting and hold our ground, hold the line, not give up and we'll make it out. Okay. Right. Thank you very much for coming on here. Like I said, I mean, I mean this uh, sincerely. Come on, you're welcome anytime. Especially Friday. Friday nights, I don't really have too many rules, but you know, here uh, we'll we'll we'll, get, we'll have to schedule a little bit more because we, you know, we actually schedule these segments. But uh, you're welcome yeah. to come on anytime. And uh, you know, if, if you just want to, segment two is about ranting about the culture war and the tabletop gaming hobby. So, uh, uh, yeah, we get a that. What is this? Ah, the just banks. Oh, what? I hope that's what. I don't know what that is. <laughs> People say weird stuff. That could, be, uh, that could be about Canada or Ukraine or the United States. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what that's about? So Crafty says, huge fan of your stuff. Back to every Kickstarter you've had. Keep being awesome. Oh, thanks, dude. I have not, I, I'm a horrible, bad person. Lock I have out. to tell you that I've never, I've never backed any, but I don't back many Kickstarters at all. Okay. But, but. I've always come through, though. I've always come through. That's fair. Fair. Uh, I have uh, one Kickstarter. I think I backed like 2015 that I'm still getting the notifications. We're still working on it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but no, I, I had a great time. I hope you had fun as well. Uh, that's that's a big yeah, thing. Good. Good. Uh, so with that, I'm going to go through our proclivities. I said you can hang out or go or do whatever okay. you want. So if point. I push leave, then that means I leave. I don't destroy your stream or anything, right? No, no, not, 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 not at all. So uh, okay. uh, you, you have a good day then, sir. I appreciate you being you here. Too. Awesome. See you guys on the flip side and thanks for having me on. And yes, Chaltz, Vendricon, and um, yeah, keep watching my videos too. Thanks. All those links will be below. Awesome. All right. Venger out. Should we, should we say it? Should we say, goodbye, motherfuckers? <laughs> uh, well, a, a sincere thank you to Venger. I think we've had, yeah, so now we've had uh, Grim, Pungent, and Venger on here. We've had all the inappropriate, okay, I, I don't remember the, the other guy's name. I'm so sorry, other guy. But you ate on a stream one time, and I can't deal with that, so I had to stop watching. <laughs> Anybody who watches my streams knows exactly what I'm talking about. Look up the word misophonia, M-I-S-O-P-H-O-N-I-A. And uh, if you ever eat on a stream, you already get my complete ire and animosity. Don't do that, Nick Ricada, talking to you too. All right, let's go through our ending. Remember, hashtag RPGate, escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, organic diversity from natural inclusion. Here are the links for the website, Discord, locals, Redbubble.
Job. Yes, Job is the name. I'm. I'm. That's who it is. Uh, and of course, you can watch the videos on Rumble Odyssey YouTube. I'm probably. I haven't been doing that in 2022, but I'm probably going to put up the segment three for people to watch uh, because you know Avenger answered some questions, and I think it's just appropriate to do for segment three um to put that out there so that'll probably up this week um along with the other stuff and of course we want to thank our money we've got a bunch of super chats say thank you people for the super chats and yes even you baldahar for your dumb little 25 cents <laughs> uh if, if baldahar and i go back a long way when it comes to that don't think i hate my viewers i actually love you guys it's great um so but uh, thanks for the super chats thanks for the donations thanks for the the what do you call uh, the the bits cheers so I really do appreciate that. Uh, yeah, Michael Connor. I, I no, I, you, you're right. I don't pay attention. Honestly, I need to check to see if I can do a pop out. If I can pop out, honestly, I think you were even the one that told me that too. That hey, you can pop it out now. I have not checked. I apologize. I do need. I actually love Odyssey. I mean, it doesn't take some of the bigger streams or bigger videos, but um, like Rumble does. But you are right. You're 100 percent right. And you know what? I, I owe you an apology for that. So. I will find a way to focus on. I, I've got you because I like Odyssey, and if it was up to me, I wouldn't be on YouTube. I'd be on Odyssey and Rumble stuff instead. Um, but for those of you who didn't donate, hey, I really appreciate you being here. Also, to listen to Venger and Heathen Dog and I talk about things, our followers, our subscribers, our chatters, our lurkers, and as always, if for whatever reason you don't want to donate to us, we have a charity that we support. It's the Wounded Warrior Project. If you use that little Bitly uh, link down there, what is it? Bit LY to Juliet Indigo, Victor Kilo, Yankee Alpha link there. Uh, you can uh, can donate in your name and uh, in Legion Myth's name as well. Next week will be our final episode of Palladium Fantasy. Yes, we're gonna have a week uh, episode after that where we make a character, but our final episode of going through the book. Um, yeah, it's it's up to I think it's up to four hours, Michael Connor. I think I think it's four hours. Like if the video is longer than four hours, they don't take it as what I think I read. Uh, but I, I'll check it out again. Uh, but I, I I mean this. I appreciate you being there on Odyssey, and I, and I apologize for not. Uh... Oh, he does. Okay, did he upload them directly though? Because I thought he had like an editor that downloaded them and uploaded them directly. I I could be wrong, but uh, I, I I'll look into it because I I owe you that. So uh, again. Uh, yeah, uh, there's Wounded Warrior Project. Anything else? That is it. My words of wisdom are: go buy Chult. Go, uh, uh, you know, go go support the indie developers. Don't buy games from people who hate you. You know who doesn't hate you? Venger doesn't hate you. Don't don't let don't let the name fool you. Doesn't hate you. <laughs> so with that, thank you everybody who is here. I hope every single one of you has a wonderful weekend. And uh, I don't know what Gatekeepers is this weekend. I'll be back on Friday, hopefully with something a little better than, than this last, at least the first hour or so of last Friday. When the basic expert came in, it was actually pretty fun. Uh, before then, it was just weird. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, uh, ch check the, check us out on Friday. and We'll be back next week with Palladium Fantasy. And with that, I'm going to click my little buttons here. I have to click. And everybody here, have a wonderful day. Thank you.